Hello, beautiful people. It is. Yesterday was fucking awesome. Monday, <laughs> April 4th, 2022. This show begins now. Yeah! Can't thank you enough for watching at youtube.com forward slash the Pat McAfee show. I got a little, uh, you know, bruised up, banged up. Ooh. I'm incredibly hungover right now. And. <laughs> Uh, that plane left Dallas a lot later than I thought it was going to this morning. You know, there was different mm -hmm. plans, and then obviously things happened. Sure. Last night was a dream come true. Last night I had the time of my life. Last night, um, I should have been undefeated at WrestleMania, and then I got, you know, well, set that up. Yeah, that I that got bamboozled. Big time. I, I, that was, there's no way that was a sanctioned match. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. That one didn't. So no. I'm still undefeated at WrestleMania. Yeah, absolutely. No one Unde says. Yeah, thank you. Undefeated at WrestleMania. And then also, um, you know, I had 10. What? Nine, 11. What? 15. What? Nine, 20, what? 25, what? maybe 30 beers less. <laughs> yeah. So uh, absolutely thankful for everybody and everything. Austin Theory, you know, he, he's a good kid. He's on his way. I was very fortunate to be in there. And there was some cool stuff that took place at WrestleMania. And shout out to everybody on the internet that gave me a lot of love last night. I can't thank you enough. I was trying to go through it on the plane, but it was... I was getting a little dizzy because of the amount of yeah, sure. I mean, there was there scars. A, mm -hmm. a lot of tweets. Too. Yeah, well, everybody was so fucking nice. And then I had 152 text messages as well. I will try to get back to everybody. I promise that. Uh, but thank you all so much. Last night was a fucking dream, and you all are the best. With that being said, the toxic table is here. At Ty Schmidt, at Boston Connor. How's the gobble ghoul, cuz? Uh, right there on the shirt. On the top rope over there when you did that. Uh, I think it was, what, right before, right before you it. did the swanton? You gave him one of these? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was hilarious. There's so many good moments in that match. I mean, I shit. gave a couple of Roethlisberger's. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. A couple of Aaron Rodgers. Out, yeah. that, that was sweet. Yeah. yeah. You know, and um, like, you don't, like, what am I supposed to do here? You know, I started thinking that yeah. when I walked out for that entrance. <laughs> And I was standing there, the fucking Cowboys cheerleaders were out there. Mm -hmm. Didn't know that was happening. That's awesome. <laughs> so then I go out, and I'm like, by the way, thank you, Jack White, man. Yeah. Shout out. <clears throat> Shout out to the White Stripes, kind of letting that one play. You know, I guess that's not an easy task. For, so shout out to the WWE also making that happen. But I walked out there. As soon as I walked out there, I like looked around. I'm like, holy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> What? Because in your mind, I've done that, right? Like in my mind, I've done sure. my wrestling entrance in my head. I've come through the curtain in my head. Like literally, I said it yesterday, probably 10 million times. There was a time in my life where every time I walked through a door, I acted as if I was walking into an arena full of people or whatever. So you think about this entire moment forever and ever. And then as you're walking out there, it's like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do with my hands? You know, like, yeah. I, I, I didn't think enough. Yeah. I, I don't think I thought enough about all this whenever I was arbitrarily doing. Yeah, that was sweet, man. That was so fucking cool. It was cool. unreal. Tell you what, the uh, sparkle, too, was nice touch. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, Miss Terry, I appreciate the hell out of you. She was the one that did all of Undertaker's stuff. And uh, I literally met her day one because she has an entire, like, I don't know what it's called. Wardrobe collection. It's like a, it's like an open up, and it's like a closet, but it's like in a, it's like a mobile closet, right? Yeah, yeah mm. but it's like big one. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's like a big one. It's on wheels. And yeah. I, I walked. She was in. Uh, it was in the Thunderdome. I walked in, and she had like five or six of the Undertaker's row, and then like uh, Nature, uh, Ric Flair stuff was in there, and all this stuff. 
I'm like, damn, like this is a hell of a collection. And she's like, just some of the stuff, you know, I've done. She's been there for like 20, 30 years or whatever. Mm -hmm. So like I started like, hey, fucking okay, look at you. And like the first time I fist bumped her, she fucking tried to break my hand. <laughs> so this lady hit my hand. I'm like, damn. I'm like, all right, nice to meet you or whatever. So then the next week, our conversation, I'm like, hi, Miss Terry. Very nice to uh, see you. Hope all is well. Fist bump again. Boom, she's throwing like a heavy right. I'm like, oh, she works like stiff. Like, this is insane what's going on. So our relationship built because her trying to bust my hands every single time she gave me a fist bump. And we always chatted about how talented she is, like in her work and everything she's done. Like the 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 seamstress crew, the uh, costume making design, I don't even mm -hmm. fucking know what it is. Yeah. I, I think I had one of those classes in college. I have no idea what that department of humans is. The things they create have been a part of WWE for so long. And they're all such incredibly cool people and hardworking people. So like me and Miss Terry have always talked like about all the cool stuff she made. I'm like, hey, maybe one day, you know, like uh -huh. maybe one day I'll get my shit made by you. And she's like, oh, I would love that or whatever. So then WrestleMania weekend, I had not thought about what I'm wearing. Yeah, mm -hmm. I had not thought about what I was wearing at all. I'm just gonna walk out there in black pants and a goddamn tank top. Like what are we <laughs> even, what are we talking about? And then I started looking around at everybody else. Like when I got there, when I arrived on Saturday, Logan Paul was in one of the coolest, so yeah, sweet, yeah. coolest things I've ever seen in my life. And I like thought to myself, like, man, I'm putting on a goddamn tank top and black pants. <laughs> and I saw somebody else had like a full, like almost a parade float around them. And they're like, yeah, it's WrestleMania. I'm like, it is. So I walk into Mysterio. I'm like, hey, I need, I need to WrestleMania-fy. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, I got you. And she glued that shit on every, like, by hand. Damn. Yeah, like, day up, like, almost damn near 24 hours beforehand. And we had a pretty cool moment, like, hey, I appreciate you or whatever. So, like, WrestleMania, not just, like, the match, which was awesome, getting stunned, hilarious. Yeah. So funny. Hilarious. Unbelievable. Hilarious, <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. I did not know that was happening. I did. Just like, that whole best, thing. Dude. I had no idea that was happening. Us chugging a couple beers together. Hi, hey, kid. I'm going to go this way. You go that way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was awesome. And uh, had beer in my eyes and my ears. You know how I have like a hole in my... Yeah. Boom! <laughs> oh, yeah, man. It killed me. Dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> you hit my yeah. face off that man's shoulder. <laughs> yeah. um, but like, it was so stupid. It was... It was so so dumb, and I am, uh, I'm so thankful. And that second match didn't happen. No, 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 no. no. didn't count. The commission was, never. What was his problem? Yeah, I don't know. Literally, I, don't, I mean, I did say. I think he just wanted to show off. Well, I told him too. Yeah, I think so too. By the way, I had a black tank top on. I don't know if it was. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of, oh, yeah. kind of interesting there. I mean, he looked. He looked. He has no business looking like that as a seventy-six year old. Yeah. I was so. I, I kind of told him that too. Like, well, there's still 86-year-old bones underneath all that shit. <laughs> so elated and excited for you to get the win over Austin. And then all that bullshit happens, and I see Vince start taking his shirt off. I'm like, oh, no, this is not good. You that man is still jacked. You should have heard the stadium whenever he was thinking about it. Yeah. Oh. Whenever he had that jacket on and he started attempting taking it off, man, there was like a, like a yeah. buzz raising in there. And I was like, is this my is this – so I – People need to know, like, the wrestling business. People understand what the wrestling business is. But there's things that happen out there on a very regular occasion that are not like, mm -hmm. you know, hey, this is not how this is supposed to go. Mm -hmm. And you just are, like, there's people around that are like, uh, hey, yeah, this is happening now, basically. <laughs> and I, <laughs> you know, and I'm just like, what the? All right. I sat up on the ropes, you know. Mm -hmm. I sat there for a second. <clears throat> and I looked around and I saw a 76-year-old Vince McMahon taking his shirt off i'm like 
is this a movie right now? Like, this has to be a simulation. And then, obviously, Austin Theory attacks me. Yeah. Right. Bullshit. Yeah. Vince abuses his power. Mm -hmm. And that ref, what the fuck was he yeah, doing? Yeah, that was horseshit. Take control. What was that ref even doing? I have Nothing. no idea what he was doing. But, yeah, it was all very, very dumb. You know, at Tone Diggs, uh, one half of the hammer. Done. Cowboys. The odds were... I was favored on a lot of the uh, the offshore yeah, yeah. accounts or whatever. That's awesome news to hear. Like I'm very Hell thankful yeah. that I was favored going. And, and I saw I saw other famous people tweeting that they put a bunch of money on you to to win. Uh, I mean, come on, we knew. We, we absolutely. I mean, that guy is the most insufferable prick around of all time. Of yeah. all time. It's Listen, he's young. Okay, he's handsome. Mm -hmm. He's very good in there. Sure, he can talk very well. His hair. Pretty yeah. stupendous. Very, very good hair. But listen, Randy Orton said it last week. He's a boy. I'm a man. That's mm -hmm. right. There's just a little different level of that whole thing. With that being said, his cockiness got to him, man. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't parading around. I mean, I like came back to my senses almost when I was up there. I'm like, God damn. Oh, I'm on somebody's shoulders right now. <laughs> I need to get the fuck off of here. Joining us now from an attic in Ohio, a man who sent a very nice text message to me before the match. And after the match, ladies and gentlemen, college football national champion, Super Bowl champion, COVID survivor, AJ Hawk. Yeah! What's up, Steve Jobs Hawk? What's going on, dude? What's up, man? I know you always say that when I wear this deal, but uh, yeah, how do you feel today? Uh, this one's this one's a little sore. Where did that come from when you... Where'd you hit him? Right in the face? No, no. Shoulder tat. He was uh, standing outside the ropes like an yeah. idiot. Yeah. Such a clown. Yeah. And I, I'm sure there was a much more athletic way to go about doing whatever happened there. But I just sprinted full speed and shouldered him. And uh, there, that rope was right. It slingshotted me. <laughs> I did not prepare for the aftermath. <laughs> Boom. And then wham, I was down. There was another moment where I was... I went much further than I thought I was going to be mm -hmm. going. I was like, oh, my God. I'm almost out of the ring right now. They, they, they gave us a couple times in there where I thought I was in bad shape. But I feel good, AJ. I feel really, and I don't want to undersell this, really hungover right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? From, from what you had inside the ring that we saw on camera, and then what was there, a thing afterwards? Well, you know, there might have been. There might have been, yeah, a lot afterwards. <laughs> Some inside there, obviously. Right, mm -hmm. And uh, that beer did taste delicious. Although I was, you know, down and out. Yeah. That beer, and <laughs> I'm happy we got. I'm happy they caught that. Oh yeah. Because I was literally just trying to take that entire thing down in my head. I'm like, can I put this whole thing down right now? And it started like obviously coming out of my mouth, foaming because that's a tough way to drink there. Yeah. That fucker disappeared though. I, oh yeah. I mm -hmm. mean, I got rid of that thing. It was. That was awesome. Thing. Did anyone uh, predict that Stone Cold was coming out night two as well? So I. Listen, I was sitting there just befuddled by everything that was going on in my life right there, you know? And I'm not, you know, I'm not good enough in that business for everything that happened. There was a lot of trust that was placed upon me, I think. Oh, yeah. Hindsight, that should not have been, I don't think, that should not have been. Because I'm in there and I'm like, God damn, like, I should have been given a heads up. Like, how many times have I done three times? I've done this three times? Like, should I have not have been given? I, like, hindsight, looking back on it, I was like, man, what the? They were really, really confident in me figuring some stuff out, I guess. But it was uh, it was cool, AJ. I mean. It was awesome. It was awesome. Like, I, I watched. I didn't know when you were going on, so we started watching. It was actually, I appreciate them throwing Otis in there. That helped my kids through a little bit. They were waiting to see you. So Otis pops out. They were juiced, man. They were so pumped to watch him. But 
Uh, yeah, watching, awesome. watching you yeah, live. Yeah, like Herbie texted me during it. I'm sure he's texted you a few times. Like Herbie was texting me and blown away by your performance. And yeah, it was awesome. I didn't know what to expect. I never do going into these things watching. I had no idea what you were doing. I know I joked about Vince coming and blasting you in the back of the head, which, hey, look what happened. I knew when I saw Vince, when Vince comes walking down the old ramp, he comes strutting down there. I was like, here we go. <laughs> and then we all know Vince sit down by the commentator's table. You think Vince is going to sit there and let his dude get beat up by you? We knew Vince was coming in. All right, you did, okay? And when I saw that he was getting introduced, you know, before all of us and he was going out to the ring, you know, there was quite a... AJ Hawk's been saying this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. AJ Hawk's been saying this. How about I him? loved Vince. Oh yeah, dude. Everything about him in, inside the ring, the, the whole stunner wow. with Stone Cold, how they they figured that one out. Like it was all awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was gonna. He talking about, dude. Well, I mean, what? things you gotta you gotta react on the fly. Sometimes <laughs> things don't go exactly as planned. Bro, he got kicked so hard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, everybody's. That's everybody's, what I'm saying. He was able. Stone. I'm saying Stone Cold was still able to execute. Yeah. By the way. uh I don't know how Vince got up for that kick because, you know, everybody talks about the stunner. You should feel the kick. Oh, I can imagine. The I kick before it. Boom, right to the guts. I mean, there, Vince McMahon, 76 years old, just got through a match with me that was not sanctioned. So I'm still yeah. undefeated. I'm still undefeated. I'm yeah, still, that was just like a, a little, like a brawl, like a street brawl. That doesn't count. Well, mm -hmm. and I got my kids bamboozled off the thing. That's right. The so, whole ordeal over there. Buddy, also, I know I joke about it whenever I talk about it. Um, Adam Cole, you guys get mad at me when I say he's a good dude. That I get it. I understand Austin Theory. I understand what he's doing. That dude, he is very good at what his what he is doing. What is how this he guy? Is guy is Son of a bitch. How he's acting. He's a great foil. You, he's a great foil to you. Like foil. he he plays that role great. I feel like he it takes a special person to get up there and try to get everybody to hate him and everyone to boo him. Yeah, it's not easy. He's not trying by the way. That's yeah. just who I know. Is. I'm just saying his personality is great for that for well, wrestling. We were talking a little bit earlier. He's incredibly handsome. Mm -hmm. Okay, he's very athletic. Yeah, sure. seems to talk very well. Mm -hmm. There's people that have been lied to him that say this guy's got a great personality. He's right. working like four or five nights a week at this point. With that being said, he was too goddamn cocky. You know, he's mm -hmm. young. He had to be served a little ha ha. You know what I mean? Like, hey, wakey wakey, cuz this is the WWE. <laughs> There's commentators sitting over there that'll beat you if you want to. He was parading around with me on his show. I was out of it, okay? He could have had me there. That's his finisher he was about yeah. to drop on me. And then all of a sudden, boom, I'm back to my senses. Oh, there's 80,000 people here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. What's going on? And you know what I mean? That's that's how I get to win. But that's those are little things he's going to you know pick up on his journey to hopefully becoming you know a better person. Like whenever Vince introed him, though, he said, future, mm -hmm. yeah, WWE Universal <laughs> Champion, Austin. Th That's a huge deal. Okay, so when Drew McIntyre first came, um, he called him like the chosen one. Like basically when Drew McIntyre first came over, he said, this is like the chosen one. I forget the exact word that she used when he introed him. And Drew McIntyre obviously didn't know that was coming at the time. But everybody that's a WWE fan sees Vince say that and they're like... Okay, so Vince fucking likes this guy. Like, yeah. this is a guy. Now, it didn't work out for Drew that time. Then Drew had to come back or whatever. But whenever he introed Austin like that, like, I bet you Austin was standing in the back and all of Austin's friends were like, God damn. Yeah. Okay, okay oh, here we go. So I'm I'm very happy for Austin Theory's journeys going forward. But I'm happy, you know, also to be a part of the journey of smacking him around. Hey, fucking enough with your bullshit. Wait until you hear Cole and Byron call it. More specifically, Cole. Cole was... Yeah. 
Cole was on one. Yeah, marking top tier. He he told me beforehand that this is one of the first matches in a long time he was like super excited for. He was. I don't think he sat down. Yeah. He was on an emotional roller coaster the whole time. He was on the verge of tears at one point, and then I think he was orgasmic towards the end. Yeah. Yes. Wow, that's that's awesome. I I don't know. Pin him, Pat. Pin him. So I was sitting outside, you know, after I got my ribs brutalized. I was coughing up. You know, I didn't, I didn't know if blood was coming from up. the football. The punt, yeah, that was an that was an added touch. Like so, that was that the football that you blasted into the atmosphere when you on your entrance? No, so there was four. <laughs> the ball situation, believe it or not, was a whole thing. <laughs> there it was a, a whole deal. The ball what you, was. What do you mean? The ball was a whole deal. Yeah, because there was there was because the ball is the program. The ball is the program. True. <laughs> I tried to explain that to a couple of people. Like, hey, the ball. The ball, the ball, the ball. Yes. <laughs> I tried to explain that, you know? Like, I, I tried to have that conversation. But obviously, there was a couple different balls over there. And then, were the balls good enough to make it on WrestleMania? <laughs> I don't know. You know, like, it was awesome. That whole thing, that whole thing was amazing. Had you not caught that ball in the ribs, it might have hit the Jumbotron. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> easily. Well, that's what I was trying to say to people. Like, I've been saying for a long time, the punt is the most dangerous play in football mm -hmm. okay they're currently at the nfl trying to change the rules of the mm -hmm. punt to make it safer and here i am on the other side of it that, <laughs> oh that thing cracked that that probably shattered some ribs i in don't there. doubt it i don't doubt it yeah just remembered go ahead from pittsburgh by way of india oh, yeah. was so awesome because that was just, that was just a nice little like inside kind of thing but oh it was perfect yeah it was as soon as i heard it by the way from pittsburgh pennsylvania i was like man i hope the motherfucking oh, yinzers yeah. oh, are, are pretty pumped up about this <laughs> by way of indianapolis indiana samantha irvin <clears throat> the announcer she's got pipes man i guess she can fucking like really sing like Damn, really, she's very good at singing she i saw can, her videos yes yeah she, on her IG, she has videos of her singing. Very she, good. She goes, too. Like, when she's yelling, ah, she's very impressive. But, yeah, man, the whole night was cool, dude. The whole yeah. night was cool. It's, uh, I mean, there might have been some Maker's Mark. When was the last Bye. time you drank <laughs> Maker's Mark? Bye. It's been a little while. <sighs> Me, too. My body. Afterward, <laughs> how much, were, you, were you putting those in the beer bong with, with the beers? Why? 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 <laughs> No. He was so awesome. Yeah. He was, so he was awesome. giggling. Was laughing. Around, yeah. Yeah. He's running around doing like the airplane. He's just <laughs> laughing the whole time. Yeah. Time of his life, dude. Uh, there was a time, you know, maybe over the weekend on Saturday where, you know, Steve had uh, the KO show that then turned into a match, which none of us knew was going to happen. His last match ever. Uh, I was shocked, yeah, that that turned into a match. Hey, all of us. I believe all of us were. like, Because they were saying that confrontation's going to come, so I just assumed it would be like some sort of fight or whatever. Like, I didn't know what was going to happen there. But he was, you know, working on coming out or whatever. <laughs> and, you know, we're in a different era now of the WWE than we were then. So we, I got to watch, like, this dude's entrance with an empty stadium or whatever, you know. He goes right to that top row, fucking both fingers. <laughs> yeah. Straight up in the air, right? Straight up in the air, both fingers like it's the old, ah, you know, he's doing his whole thing. And then I see like three like producers run over and over and like, can't do that, can't do that. So he goes to the next one and he goes, he does it again. I like, yeah, can't do that. He was like, all right, so he just put his fists up or whatever. So then as I was watching him, I was wondering, like, there's no way he keeps that middle finger down. 
Like in the he, he the middle finger from Steve Austin's coming at some point. And then last night he had a couple where he fucking oh, stepped yeah. up. Oh yeah. The hand went up there. He was, he was mouth and fuck too. You yeah. had the hot mic picked him up saying, Give me another fucking beer. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. uh, the camera zoomed in every time, just cuffed the finger. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah that's that like that's an actual practice. Yeah, they're trying to do Did, that. Why you can't flick people off, really? I don't know. I just think like On the cock too. The WWE is they understand that a lot of kids. I think like back in the day, they didn't a hundred percent know how many kids were watching because like you know they knew the demo, but then I think like there was a whole transition and a change into this PG era, and I think it's because like grandkids were starting to be born and like kids were starting to be born because little kids like you were going to school and flicking off your teachers. That's well, what it was. I, I, I wasn't a big middle finger guy. My brother, big middle finger guy. I was more of a, uh, I got suspended yeah. for that. Yeah. I was a big, so, yes, exactly. That's And yeah. I think they heard all those stories mm-hmm. and they're like, well, we can't be doing Did this. They- <laughs> we can't be, we can't be this. So I think that was the change. And then obviously the business goes in an incredible way and it just kind of stuck with it. But there's a couple of us, you know, like, uh, and by us, I should not be saying that, but it's hard for me not, if I'm yeah, in the middle of a fight with somebody, not to be like, hey, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> How about that? It is hard not to do that. And once again, that's probably because every week I watch a guy <laughs> walk out, you know, like that. But I think that makes me, like, I, I think that makes you, yeah. Whatever the case. Did he? But yeah, Steve threw those middle fingers up a couple times. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was awesome to see. While I was standing there, I'm like, I'm like in a video game right now. Like, like and he's I, circling the ring in the four wheeler. Like oh, that was one yeah. of my favorite parts. Fucking moving too. That wasn't yeah. like uh like hey this guy oh. has been on this before. Like this guy was coming down the ramp. I was nervous for him coming down the ramp, man. This, I'm like this dude is rolling. How about when he parks it and he stands up on top of it? Like, <laughs> how many times? Like he's still riding that weekly. I just oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I assume he's riding that thing weekly. Um, it was fucking cool, man. What's going on? Did the set change from? When you know you said Stone Cold was up there in, in, in an empty arena, did it change, or did you guys get a warning that if you run your face into the set that it would <sighs> you would start bleeding? Or? So I did. I did get told. <laughs> My God, man, AJ Styles, hope your face is okay. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he, I thought it was a prop. I, when I saw him come out, I was like, "What? Do they have like fake blood taped to his face?" Did they show him running into it? Or no, no. no. The, there was a couple crowd videos that got it. Yeah, but, no, no, no. Zito just said we can run the video. They know we don't need to do that to AJ. Like, there's yeah. So do you didn't it's tough. we didn't see it on Peacock, but there was a couple of crowd videos that you could see on the internet. But out of nowhere, he's just bleeding walking down the. So I was walking. I was walking to Gorilla, which is obviously the last stop before you go out. And like four different producers were like, when you go out there, the bottom of the entrance is like a star. Like, make sure you get to the middle because it is short on the side there. And I was like. Okay, yeah. They're like, well, AJ literally just ran his face in the side of it. <laughs> he's bleeding right now. I was like, what? I was like, AJ Styles is bleeding right now. Mash hasn't started. Yeah, he's bleeding. So <laughs> yeah. we need you not to do that too. Okay, thank you so much. And I was like, you got it. Then the next producer came. Hey, when you go out there, there's a, there's a slant. Make sure you get all the way to the middle. I'm like, oh, yeah, why is that? Like now I'm like gassing. <laughs> yeah. Well, AJ Styles just ran his face into it. So we need that not to happen. Okay, thank you so much. You saved my life. So then I'm walking four more steps. Another producer. Hey, on your entrance, I don't know if you've heard or not. I'm like, I, yep, got it. <laughs> Face thing. Yeah, 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 got it. Get to the middle. Yeah, get to the middle. Got it, got to it. To his credit, he no-sold it. He took oh, it yeah. like a champ. And then it was awkward, though, because I wish you were calling the match because no one Mentioned it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Got to talk about that. Oh, speaking of that. Got to talk about that. The. What? The jackass. 
<laughs> yeah, we we man that my we man was that was one of the top five most impressive things I've ever seen. But <laughs> <laughs> we man, he was standing there for a little bit. Yeah, I, know. I, I mean that wasn't a quick pick him up, put him down. No, that was uh, yeah. chilling. Shades of Hulk Hogan, like walking around. <laughs> yeah, and the yeah. dude. We man ate that table a few weeks ago at Four Seasons. Mm -hmm. Now he's picking people up. Is he the most, is he per capita the strongest pound for pound, size for size human yeah. of all time, AJ? He might be that guy. He might be. A, I mean, I was very excited when uh, old Pontius, when oh, old Party Boy comes that. in. Yeah. Your commentary was him. Like, hey, he's, just so, he's so goofy. Well, before he even took his pants off, yeah. I did, by the way, did not know Pontius was going to be there. Like there was a there was a couple of new members of the Jackass crew that I didn't know. Yeah. Jasper, nah. His dad. It's not. Excuse me. Don't say that. We don't know if that's his. Yeah. Dad. No, I watched the movie this week. That is his dad. Yeah. That's a father son combo. I believe so. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Why wasn't I told? Like that should have been something. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that should have been something I was told, but I didn't know like the younger crew or whatever. And uh, and then Cole goes. Uh, there's some other things might happen too or whatever. You feel pretty good about? It? I'm like, yeah, I watched Jackass a lot back in the day. Like I. I feel pretty good about it. And then I see fucking Pontius show his face. I was, and I think I immediately said, I've seen more parts of this guy's body than, it, and then he started stripping. I'm like, here, this is it. This is exactly, this is this guy's move. Party boy is going to put his penis in with a snake if he can. Yeah. And then his, bro, he had a denim thong. That was a denim printed thong. Yeah. I thought it was a great addition. So good. The hand. Oh my God. I had no idea it was coming because, yeah, you were like, you could see you're looking the other way. I was looking at Knoxville, the goddamn, like, uh, he had this thing on, mm -hmm. Taser, and he's walking. I'm like, this is uh, so outrageous. And all of a sudden, I hear, and I look to my left, and there is what? A fucking seven-foot hand? <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, how did this, when did this show up? How have I not seen this And thing? who built that? <laughs> exactly. The mousetrap. The mousetrap was awesome. The, the leg. What would you say about the mousetrap? Just the leg trap? with just the boot. Knoxville knowing the mechanics to operate yeah. a mousetrap <laughs> in any yeah. situation is unbelievable. He, he pulls that. Yeah, he's been around a mousetrap. <laughs> if anybody on earth knows a mousetrap, Johnny Knoxville knows a mousetrap. <laughs> yeah. Bro, he pulls that thing. It doesn't go. And you see him immediately go, nope, still doing it. Put his head in the middle of the mousetrap. <laughs> yeah. Turn that thing. What a night, man. It was cool. You putting the headset on oh, yeah. in yeah. the middle of the match, too. Mm -hmm. Hey, shot Booker T. He did a TNA one time. Uh, oh, Booker T's kicking everybody's ass. <laughs> he had like a microphone as he was stomping on people. That was fun. Zeke was right there. He was mm -hmm. loving it. Hey, him yeah. and Micah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I met them both. They're cool dudes. They were, yeah. Like, After I went up onto the, <clears throat> I went up onto the, the rope or whatever to celebrate and Micah and Zeke were ah, like flexing I'm mm -hmm. like hey I appreciate you guys really very nice they are specimens though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well that's what he tweeted after the show he was like Pat played defense in the NFL yeah like he, people forget <laughs> yeah. people forget punter is a defensive position AJ you know that's why this show this is good defensive football conversation yeah. on oh, this yeah. show ain't that right AJ yeah it's just it's all one side of here it's all we have to have Aaron on to get some offensive talk because me and you we're all, all defense Did you say offensive or uh, offensive <laughs> <laughs> a, little bit, a little bit of both, maybe. <laughs> to some people uh, in different countries and different walks of life and political conversations. <laughs>
The man on my left, your right, AJ Hawk, Super Bowl champion, COVID survivor. Whoa. Hell yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. I mean, we, we don't talk about that enough, but AJ, I appreciate you battling through that so we get a chance to hear your wonderful brain on display every single goddamn day here. Talk to the tables here at Ty Schmidt at Boston Connor. Tone Diggs is one half of the hammer. Dan Cowboys. How'd you guys do betting wise? Uh, were we, we good? Were, yeah, we had uh, Kansas and Carolina. How about it? Wow. I mean, yeah, yeah, are we just, what, are we spoiling everything? Joining us now is a man who will hopefully keep us updated on what has happened in the NFL world over the last few days as I was experiencing the most stupendous WrestleMania of all time. Ladies and gentlemen, Ian Rappaport. Hey, Rapsy, what up, dude? Sorry we're late there, pal. What's going on, man? Oh, thank you. Yeah. Hey, Rap. That's Woo. for AJ. I'm, uh... COVID. Oh. I got a, uh, a frantic text from my brother. I know you did all this, so I don't want to go into it again. But I got a frantic text from my brother. Pat's match is coming up. So I flipped on Peacock. I watched it. It was thoroughly entertaining. I had a good tweet ready. And then the thing just never stopped. <laughs> and then you won. And then you lost. And then you got your ass kicked. And then you drank. It was like literally the perfect day. I thought it was awesome. Oh, thank you, Ian. I saw your tweet. I appreciate yeah. you. Bro. Thank you for the love. Thanks for watching. I assume you watch every wrestling thing, so <laughs> the fact uh, that... Yeah, yeah. No, uh, you're a great um, announcer, right? No, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guy. All right, thank you, Rat. I appreciate you tuning in, man. You're the best. Thank you for your love. As I would like to say to everybody else that sent out great words and nice words, I appreciate you all so, so much. What have I missed? Has anything happened over the last couple of days? I've kind of been in Jerry world, literally just under a bubble. This is a real question. Is something big happened? Because when I said what happened, Connor like looked and was like, yes, something happened. And then you, uh, you just gave a, quick, a pretty big look. What happened in the NFL yeah. world the last couple of days? There were a couple things, actually. Um, so first of all, Xavier Howard got a new contract, a two-year $50 million extension to kind of make him whole and kind of figure out this Good for exactly. That's huge because that was a big conversation last offseason, mm -hmm. wasn't it? I mean, it's it's been a conversation for, I think, the last two offseasons. Uh, and his agent, David Kanner, has worked like crazy to try to figure this out. He had three years left on his deal, but he didn't like the last deal he signed. So he's been, I think, unhappy for like years. Um, and it's a hard one because teams don't want to redo deals with three years left sort of unprecedented that the Dolphins did it, but he is a great player. So if you're a great player, sometimes you get great things. Uh, this was an awesome, awesome one for him. Hey, this is continuing to be, I don't want to say a PR push by the Dolphins, but yeah. this is like a, a big time, like, hey, we're different than the organization that you've been hearing about at Bubba Gumpina, big Dolphins fan. You were pumped to see this happen because X is a hell of a player, right? Everything was going perfect until, I mean. The next batch of news here? Yeah. What else happened? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, so funny you ask. Uh, Devontae Parker, who is a very talented receiver, a starting yes. receiver on most teams, probably not Miami since they just traded for Tyree Kill and are kind of redoing things. They traded him uh, to the Patriots. <laughs> to the Patriots. <laughs> Who's paying? Who's, is this the, are the Dolphins paying for another player to play for the New England Patriots again? Uh, no, they, they get a third rounder in the future and they give up Parker and a five. So the value is basically a little less than a fifth-round pick. I'm sorry, a little more than a fifth-round pick. So for the Dolphins, it's good value. Mm -hmm. It's just, In the you know, why would you he's going to be playing for the Patriots. And what everyone assumes is that the Patriots are going to get this player who has been frustrated in the last couple mm -hmm. of years, and he's going to be awesome, and then he's going to yes. do it against the Dolphins. And will that happen? Like, you know, 
<laughs> probably. So, yeah, probably. So we signed Andre Johnson, who is one of the coolest dudes of all time. I think he just opened like a lounge or a bar in Houston. I hope it does great because he's a oh, good guy. Cool. But we did not use it is cool. Why don't you stop by there. and get all boozed up? Hey, maybe you'll love sources. Maybe I definitely might. Yeah, maybe you and David <laughs> Cantor, you know, who's not a source of yours at all. You just drop hey, this guy's worth really hard. <laughs> wow. I mean Andre yeah. though, we didn't have him as much of as like a focal point in our offense. And not it made no sense to any of us on why we weren't. We played Houston. <laughs> you had two touchdowns, <laughs> like hundred and something. I mean, that is just something that's gonna happen. And Mac Jones gets a weapon now. You gotta be super excited. Oh yeah, I am absolutely juiced. The Patriots are going back to the Super Bowl. Uh, <laughs> we're all the way in. All right, AJ, go ahead, pal. Sorry about it. Ian, I know uh, Brian Dable for the, the Giants. They opened up their offseason program today, I believe. And what other teams opened up their offseason program? And also going back to the Giants, like what are they going to do? What do they look like this year? You think, like, what a success for the Giants? All right. So, first of all, the, the teams who are opening their offseason program, you got the Dolphins. It's all teams with new coaches. So, it's the Dolphins, the Giants. Hold on. I wrote it down. You'd think I would know this off the top of my head, but you'd be wrong. Palisaro would. Palisaro. Uh-huh. That's right. Palisaro sure would have hey, He's on vacation now. He's hanging out with his family. Life is good for Palisaro. What is What? Back in the factory? does have to unplug. Bears and Saints are the other ones. Um, which, you know, if you're – the Giants one is interesting because Daniel Jones has professed himself healthy, which is good. He'll be healthy for week one. Um, and then the talk of the fifth-year option came up, and it's like a fascinating choice because my guess is they don't pick it up. I don't know this, but my guess is they don't pick it up because it wouldn't – they don't want to handcuff themselves just in case like the Panthers did with Sam Darnold. But if they don't pick it up and Daniel Jones plays well, then he probably gets the franchise tag which actually would be really good money for him and a little more than the Giants want to pay. So it's like a risk-reward conversation going on now. But to answer your other question, what would success look like? To me, like six or seven wins and him looking like a starter is a great season for the Giants. Go ahead, Connor. Yeah, Rapshi, what's going on with uh, A.J. Brown and D.K. Metcalf? It feels like there's some smoke there. Is there going to be any fire, and are those guys going to be you know, on a new team perhaps? There is some smoke there. I mean, teams are calling. I know that. I haven't got the sense either organization has done anything to say that they would trade either A.J. Brown or D.K. Metcalf. Like, obviously teams are calling. And what I think happens now, guys, is you get great players who are not under contract and everyone thinks they're available. Like, that's just where we are in the NFL. So, like, three years ago, nobody would ever call about D.K. Metcalf. You'd say, why would you ever trade one of your best players? Now all these GMs are like, oh, he's not under contract? Cool. Maybe I could trade for him just like, what happened with Tyreek Hill. So I think they want to get a deal done. I think they end up doing it. But until they do, teams are going to keep calling the Seahawks and the Titans as well. So back in the day, I feel like, and I don't want to blame you guys, reporters, again. But I... But I, you I, will. Yes. Right. Not everybody. Some. Some, 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 some. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, if a player was disgruntled at his team, he was painted as being like uncoachable this guy hates this this guy hates that and other teams would almost like be like well we don't want that in our building and other fan bases would be like yeah we don't want that player to join us now it feels like there's quite a term like oh maybe it just doesn't work at this place and it'll work with us because we will treat him much better than maybe the last place that that has really been a shift i think in the narrative painting right and most gms i think are starting to open their minds a little bit more like just because it didn't work there doesn't mean it won't work here which i think is great for the player great for the game and also good for all parties involved because some shit just doesn't work you know what i mean Ian? 
this is like the biggest trend of all the things that that we've seen the last like three or four years. This is the biggest to me is guys basically are saying, uh, I'm not thrilled with where I'm going to go and I want to go someplace else and nobody holds it against them. Like we are in an unprecedented age of athlete power. Like even Devonte Parker, smaller deal, but even Devonte Parker wanted to go to the Patriots, made clear he wanted to go to the Patriots and ended really? up. Really? Hell yeah. yes. He hated Miami that much. He's like, no, yeah, but they, he's were gonna, no, so they were going to trade him anyway, but he was like, if I'm going to get traded, this is where I want to go. The Dolphins were able to get a good deal that made sense for them. And they did it. Two times a year. But but like, you're right. Nobody holds it against them. You just say like, I feel like Jalen Ramsey kind of started this with the Jaguars. But like people are like, you know what? You're not happy there. We can make you happy. I'm going to get a great player. Yeah. And it's worked out. I think Jalen hasn't really worked out for Jacksonville. I I bet you there's a lot of Sundays and Mondays and Thursdays watching Jalen Ramsey be a freak on the field and everybody in Jacksonville that is a Jaguar fan to put the clown costumes on. We're like, yeah, that guy was on our fucking team, went to Florida state. And uh, for some reason we treat him like a fucking asshole and <laughs> we're gone. And now he's gone or whatever like that. I think it's exposing a lot of programs. And I think this is going to continue too. I think it's only going to continue and it's great for players. I know fans and especially old school fans are like, this ain't how the game goes. Remember, it's not a game. It's a fucking business. You have to mm-hmm. remember that this is a business yeah. at all times. The team's treated mm-hmm. that way. They'll cut the most popular player on the team. If he's not at his best or performing up to whatever his contract saying, it is a business. And I, I, uh, I'm happy that the players are trying to treat it that way, but also we need some good continuity in places. Chemistry right. can't be built overnight, so I'm excited to see how the NFL kind of unfolds in this entire thing. Go ahead, Ty. Rapsy, what exactly is going on with the Commanders? Is it alleged that they were withholding, you know, 40 percent of ticket what? revenue? Yeah, and is this yeah. actual? They're like, dead. Yeah, is this the last domino? Like, is Dan Snyder going to be forced to sell the team now? What happened? Whoa, 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 whoa! Okay, this is bad. I don't know this to be a fact, and nobody does. It's an investigation. But let's just say – so here's what happened. The So Congress is interviewing the commanders. I think we talked about it Friday. And they are keep they are keeping going, right? So they start investigating something, and then they wherever the evidence takes them, they go. And it is reported by front office sports. A.J. Perez, a really good reporter, uh, has uncovered, according to him, that they have withheld some of the ticket profits that should be shared with all the other owners. So oh, they're dead. Cool, which, oh, yeah. they're dead. It's it's not it's not good. And remember, the as Goodell clarified during the yeah, it was during the Super Bowl press conference, the other owners can actually band together and vote an owner out. If the other owners find out for sure, hundred percent sure, that Dan Snyder withheld profits from them, that would be very bad. Hey, listen, you can withhold profits. From the government, okay? We're all doing it. We got <laughs> boats over there in Switzerland uh, and everything. Not us. I'm talking about the oh, other right, owners. Right, right. Yeah, no, cool. Yeah, I'm talking about the other. They have, cool, cool. The people that are up at that level, by the way, have the greatest accountants and lawyers that can figure out every loophole and get through it. Right. And then the people, you know, that aren't as smart, but in that area, we uh, taxes are a whole thing. And I know people love them. All right, people love and, and like I understand that there's an entire hey you got to pay your fair share and all that, but goddamn, I'd rather control which direction that money goes than the government. That's a whole different conversation. But the United States of Goodell over there said, "Oh, you can lie to them. All right, you ain't fucking lying to us about it. No, no, this is a money thing. We are a money business. This is a business. You're lying to us about. The- yeah, we've heard about the exposés. Okay." We've heard about the entire building, but you're lying to us about the motherfucking money that we're making? Nah, nah, nah. 
get your fucking ass out of here. And the guy that has a spaceship, Bezos, mm, yeah. get your ass in here. That that can't happen, right? Because people were calling for that last year when all the exposés were coming. Do they pick the next owner? Like, Is there any thought of who all would be in the buying game? Because the Broncos are up. Right. Feels like the commanders are going to be up. Mm-hmm. Is there any thought of who's going to get in there? Because I just think that Bezos can say $10 billion and I'm putting a dome over this entire area, and we're going to play every <laughs> single week. Uh I do not get the sense that he wants to be an owner. I don't, really? not saying he's hmm. never going to be. I'm just saying he hasn't been involved. He hasn't shown any indication that he wants to be an owner. He wants to be involved with the NFL. Amazon has a significant, significant place uh, in the NFL, of course, with Thursday Night Football. And uh, we'll see what else they do. But certainly a really, really good partner now. I think he's happy there. Um, but to answer your question, this happened with the Panthers before David Tepper took over. Everyone sort of thought it was going to be sold. Remember, there was this Jerry Richardson scandal with Sports Illustrated and all sorts of not good stuff. He made the decision to sell with some prodding a little bit, and it was up for, you know, up for sale. Truly, like he didn't get to pick who, who bought the team. It was basically done the regular way. So if that was the case with the Commanders, then it will be basically up for sale, and the value will be astronomical. Um, and but yeah, I mean. Look, if all the things that Dan Snyder did, allegedly, there's been some not good stuff. Not giving money to your partners knowingly Mm. would be very bad. Bad business. Toxic business. Can't Mm -hmm. do business. And, uh, man, it seems like it's just one thing after another over there. At some point, the Shield has to say, I'm trying to protect the Shield. This one particular program, okay, (laughs) seems to be bringing a lot of shit into us that we don't need, including the goddamn Congress. Right. right? It's been a lot. I mean, it has been... Like nothing I, we've seen in quite a while, at least. It's yeah, been but, a lot. But the modern world, I mean, there's so much shit all the time. Go Can ahead, we watch it on C-SPAN anywhere, Ian? <laughs> <laughs> no, until they have... Until they have here, C-SPAN is so boring. I've tried to watch. It's like, oh, my dude. Like, you don't no, like I mean, the way America runs, dude. Wrestling is <laughs> more exciting. I thought that was cool. wrestling way better than C-SPAN. Hey, you should. Uh, I know you watch all the time wrestling. I know you watch wrestling all the time. Uh, I work. When Macho Man lost to Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania Five, I cried. So I am a wrestling fan. For it was, right, it was okay. right. hell yeah. Let's get into C-SPAN too. Maybe be an adult. Go ahead. Tom. Uh, Ian, speaking of owners being pissed at other owners, uh, Jimmy Haslam, owner of the Cleveland Browns, just came out and said the uh, first ten years of his tenure as an owner, he had no idea what he was doing. He's only been an owner for ten years, so he has no idea what he's doing. <laughs> uh, but also, the owners are pissed at him for giving Deshaun Watson two hundred thirty million guaranteed. So uh, down at the uh, the NFL owners meetings and stuff like that, where other owners like putting bees in his hotel room and slashing his tires and stuff um that would have been really mean um i'm glad that into now look none of these owners drive themselves at these meetings so okay. if they slash tires it would just be another car that would come in and like with another driver so i don't that wouldn't be a very good punishment um which is how you know the meetings are ending by the way when all the suvs pull up with all the drivers anyway um Anybody show yeah, up in one of those? Like, hey, do the, any of them have like bomb-proof cars? Like yeah. these billionaires, or is it all basically the same limo type looking? Uh, they may they're basically all the same. It's all just uh, black like navigators, or I guess I don't know. One of those humongous cars Got with it. drivers. You think anyway? Um, so Bullshit. I saw the thing about Haslam saying he didn't know what he was doing. I get it. Mm-hmm. Being an owner is hard, and I think mostly because all you're supposed to really do is hire a great person and let them work. And I think for Haslam, 
just extrapolating from his own comments, like that's probably been a little difficult, is letting them do the football stuff. And they're in a really good place as an organization now. And look, they have a very good quarterback, right? Deshaun Watson, which we'll see what happens discipline-wise from the NFL, he is really good. Other owners are, I'm sure, not thrilled about the contract, but it is what it is. Like, the Vikings gave Kirk Cousins a fully guaranteed contract. You do what's best for your team. If other owners are upset, sorry, but, like, you do what's best for your team. And, you know, it's really up to the next guys to see whether or not this sets a precedent. Like, whichever quarterback comes up next, whether it's Derek Carr, Lamar Jackson, or whoever, or Kyler Murray, does the team say, you know what? That was fully guaranteed deal. We're going to now have to do a fully guaranteed deal. And once that happens, the precedent's set, and then we're off and running. Kirk Cousins tried to set that precedent a couple years ago. Yeah. Nobody would follow suit. Now, maybe this entire thing starts. And I think that's why the Ravens owner was so pissed. You motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. In our one-per-club meeting, we clearly state, we ain't doing this. All right, we are not giving guaranteed contracts, especially to the biggest position with the most money. Everybody in? Yeah, deal. And then Haslam goes... Yeah. Well, my team has stunk for a long time. Yeah. I will do that exactly. But it's, Snyder's lying about his money, so I can yeah, do whatever right. I want. Allegedly. Uh, we appreci- Allegedly. You're right. Uh, we appreciate you so much. Good luck on TV. Can't wait to talk to you again. Ladies and gentlemen, senior NFL insider, Ian Rappaport. Thank you, buddy. Hey, Thanks, guys. Too. All right, we got to get to a break here as our... This hour wraps up. Mm-hmm. There it is. You know what I mean? We'll be back on the other side. <laughs> chit-chatting more about last night. Got some bruises. Oh, yeah. Got some cuts. You know, okay. Came out undefeated WrestleMania, aside from that, that one thing. That, that one sanction. Unofficial. Unsanctioned. Got some bruises, got some cuts, got some nicks. Got a story I would tell for the rest of my life. AJ Hawk to my left, you're right. Tone Diggs is here. At Boston, Connor's here. Ty Schmidt's here. All the boys in the back. And there's a little bit of pizza that just showed up. AJ. Hell yeah. Hey. You having your the Dwayne Dwayne the Rock Johnson uh, cheat day cheat meal? Yeah, you know it, the cheat, cheat me- week. Yeah, you're gonna. I put the S in the uh, parentheses of cheat meal when I was describing this. Mm-hmm. Basically. Nice. Uh, and I'm not the only one. I was talking to a lot of the wrestlers in the back, and they're like, oh, after WrestleMania, oh, yeah, we all yeah, get we, after we all, We all go, you know? Not everybody. There's people that are, like, super fit all the time, and it's just their life and everything like that. But a lot of the people I was talking to were like, yeah, tonight's binge and mm-hmm. tomorrow's binge is going to be epic or whatever. I'm like, oh, so I'm not the only one. Okay. Because I didn't know if I could speak openly and publicly about that with them because <laughs> they're, like, super in shape people or whatever. I'm like, I'm probably eating at least... Two, three pizzas tomorrow with some. I got some lava cakes out there what? right now. I know what? that there's at some point there's going to be a PF Chang stop here. Going to be a couple sandwiches, I would have guessed. What? I, yeah, I'm doing it. Chocolate chip cookie. Oh, what? I had one last night. Sure. Oh, so good. From Subway. How'd your how'd your uh, how'd your wind feel? How was your cardio? <laughs> What's that, pal? How was your cardio throughout the match? It was a long program. There was a couple times, you know, where I thought, <laughs> like, oh. can you catch your breath at all? I always wonder. I know. At times when big things are happening and guys are on the ground writhing in pain, obviously, does that ever give you enough time to somewhat recover if you're down there for 30 seconds? No, you're in pain. You're trying to get your back back into place. Mm-hmm. That's what it looks like. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm curious. I'm asking somebody that's been in the heart of it. Well, not nearly as much as everybody else. But, yeah, there were some moments in there where I was, oh. <laughs> there was a couple moments in there where there was a lot of that. Walking out, though, and that's people talk about that a lot. Because uh, I wrestled in the, uh, you know, the Thunderdome era, mm-hmm. you know, where there was no fans, basically. There was like 10, 15 people. 
And all anybody said was like, you got to do this in front of people. Like, you got to do this in front of people. I'm like, well, there's 15 people out there. <laughs> you got to do this in front of people. You have no idea. As soon as you get out there, dude, it's hard to really feel anything. Like, if that makes any sense. Like, there was definitely times where I was winded. And I'm like, I am so tired. But like. It's all adrenaline. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was insane. That was the it's most- a long walk, too. Like, that's what WrestleMania, the weird thing is. Not the cool thing. Your walk from. The, from what you call gorilla to the ring, feel, it looks like it's a hundred yards. Like how long is that? So you got to think it's roughly probably fifty yards because the yeah, that's the coolest part about WrestleMania is how big the stage, like how it just it just seems huge. Because the ring has to go in the middle of the football field, right? Because mm-hmm. that's where everything is based off, which of is it. tiny. And like, how did that look in that gigantic stadium? That ring had to look so tiny. No, no, it, bro. This is it, well. It's been happening for so long, you know. But Jerry World is Matt. It was so cool, dude. It was so cool. I was getting booed by that lady. Fuck. Right, she's booing yeah. the cheerleader. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, Honestly, I thought, you, I thought they tried taking a little too, too much of the show. Too, you but. do forget that when you're watching it, though, from the camera angle, and then like you go on Twitter and you see one of the videos oh. from the top deck. It's like holy shit. There are fucking eight hundred thousand people in here. Like it is. There are so. It just. It's so, insane. That first night, Saturday, I was sitting there. And, you know, the pyro goes mm-hmm. off to start WrestleMania. And Michael Cole cuts a promo about WrestleMania that's about to happen. And I'm watching it all. And then I look up in the raft. There's people two miles away from yeah. me that look like up in the raft. And it was, it was a very surreal. Like, it was a very surreal Saturday night. I was, like, look at, taking it all in. It was my first WrestleMania mm-hmm. I was a part of, right? I was a part of a kickoff show where I almost got fired because I was wearing Taylor Duxedo <laughs> shorts. <laughs> Shout out to Michael Cole. But, like, the... Watching it, taking it all in, and then having that thought like, oh, tomorrow I'm like in here, in here. Mm-hmm. It was like, uh, it was a pretty cool, it was fucking sweet, man. I, I, Trips I, kicking off your night was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Him, seeing him was awesome, by the way. He was very close to death, I guess, when yeah, I was here. Really? Mm-hmm. I, I didn't hear that from him. This is just from the reports that we had read and heard last mm-hmm. week after his Stephen A's appearance or whatever. I guess there were some real moments where... I didn't ask him because that's like super negative. I just told him, hey, great to see you alive. Is what I, every time I saw him, yeah. great to see you alive, man. You're fucking best. He gave me a little speech before I went out. Like uh, He's nice. a great guy. Yeah, yeah, it was very cool. He's the one who brought me in NXT, you know, and everything like that. He gave me the, uh, the opportunity to fight scumbag Adam Cole, who you like and everything like yeah, that. So that was... I, I said he was a nice guy. I didn't say I like him. Uh, What's the difference? Kind of synonymous. A yeah, couple like times. A couple times. Prick. All right, let's go. I don't, like, just yeah. like Austin Theory, I don't know if I don't... I don't like him. I don't know him, but I think I respect what he did in your program. Okay. Different. I respect well, his work. They're both terrible guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Both. Oh yeah. Well, Austin might have learned from last night. Was actually he was parading around. Remember? Yeah. yeah. He didn't learn shit. He was parading around. You guys are going to be a tag team duo eventually. Well, he's going to be future Universal Champion. I mean, Vince said that out of his mouth mm-hmm. at WrestleMania at his event, which is the biggest of the year. Like. I bet that was an awesome moment for Austin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hearing that. Hearing that. Just being like, holy shit. Okay. That's his first time at WrestleMania, right? Uh, he did one, no fans, though. So that was like your first, yeah. you know, WrestleMania thing. And Randy's, Randy told us that when I was talking to him last week. Randy Orton was like, hey, this is his first, like, real WrestleMania, too. So he's going to be nervous as well. And he's, you know, looking forward to it. A night we'll both remember forever, but we won't be friends still. You know, he's not that How immature, old? arrogant prick. <laughs> right. so, I mean, yeah. I was, uh, I saw on the IG. And I, I thought he had a great program. How was Logan Paul? Good. Hey, so he looked great. Yeah. yeah. He performed well. He did very – he's incredibly athletic. Very much. And he, he gets it. I think he kind of got it, yeah. you know. I got to chat with him for probably 15 seconds. I think oh, that's okay. it. Just that mm-hmm. – Yeah. We, we exchanged uh, numbers. Uh, Ticket Stooge linked us oh, on nice. – uh, oh, nice. 
on uh, number. Shout out to SeatGeek, by the way, for that setup at AT&T Stadium. Right, right. He linked us up, so we got to chat. And uh, I know I don't know how people feel about Logan Paul. I assume he garners a lot of heat, especially last night or at WrestleMania. He was bad guy. He mm-hmm. played it perfectly. But I'm a big fan of what the Paul brothers have done in the business category. And I'm a big fan of Logan going and doing fucking everything. That yep. dude yeah. box Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. yeah, bingo. Okay, box <laughs> Floyd Mayweather. He's in there. Like, he is a game changer. They were, weren't, wasn't he and his brother on Jeff Bezos's yacht yes. like a week ago? Yeah. But as they, because those motherfuckers are going to be billionaires. Mm-hmm. And I, like, people, you can think whatever you want. Logan is what, like this? One of the most attractive dudes on earth, mm-hmm. too. He's got a fucking eight pack, and then they just have trailblazed something for, you know, shows like ours and people like us to mm-hmm. continue to follow. Not that they were the first people on the internet. I'm not saying that, but they're fucking close. They shut down Vine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the Paul brothers shut down Vine and almost like created everything else. It's nothing but respect for old Logan Paul. The Miz, though. Yeah, turn it on. What is that about? He's from Ohio. Yeah, True. You're right. Sense. Turn on so an, was, another Ohioan. What's that all about? The show I don't know. Cool. He had an awesome commercial. Oh, the Miz. I doubt it. Right, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> what was it about? It was. He was like an action figure fighting Drew McIntyre. It was pretty sweet. Did he win or no? Yeah, he put him like <laughs> ten feet into the ring. Really? Yeah. yeah nobody does crazy. that to Drew McIntyre. Well, the thing about know, the thing about cool. the Miz is, how about that sword? By oh now? my god! Well, he sliced through the top two ropes. <laughs> Damn near cut Madcap Moss's arm off. Dude, yeah. he threw a chair at the fucking commentators table on Friday night. <laughs> oh, yeah. That thing was turning north. <laughs> like he threw it like this, and that thing was spinning up, and that. I seen it. Cole did not. Cole, that was right at Cole. He didn't even move. As soon as I saw that chair fly, I literally was like, you know? And that thing was turning up. That hit the desk so hard and went down. And Cole was like, what just happened? I'm like, Cole, you you almost hit a fucking chair. Yeah, wake yeah. up. Is uh, that why after the match he came over and was like fucking high-fiving you guys? Or? Uh, I don't know. Actually, I'm not. <laughs> that was, that was sweet. It was pretty sweet. Cole needs to raise his awareness level. Because on Friday night, uh, when Austin came out and did that scumbag move, knocking you down, too, Cole was... Didn't, didn't even see it coming. Didn't stick up for you whatsoever. Well, Cole also has to do with me kicking him. <laughs> you know, like, that thing started out as me. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, it's like awesome. It started out as that. It has become me fucking with Cole, basically, <laughs> the entire time. While having a blast because the song's so good. Tease and peace to boobs, by the way. But Are yeah. they gonna? Hey, is is sorry to cut you off. Is Boog's gonna come out in a wheelchair like when Dave Grohl broke his leg and finished the, uh, his oh, concert? That'd be sick. Do you remember when he was on that throne? Right? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, he was on that damn throne. Something to think about. Uh, all right, let's get to the five energy phone line one eight three three four McAfee. I can't see in the names, and sometimes the program does that on this particular computer. So I'll just say hello to line one and what's your name? I Paul. It's not no disrespect. I literally can't see shit on this screen other than. I can pick it up. Line one, what's going on? The five energy phone line. Oh, it just popped up. Justin, what's going on, pal? Hey, Pat, how you doing? Keep it moving, Justin. Dude, I just want to say from the time you entered that arena to the time you were laying on your back drinking beer, you fucking crushed it last night. Oh, thank you, Justin. How does it feel to be part of one of the best WrestleManias of all time? Wow, Justin, I appreciate that. That means a lot. Um... Yeah, it's cool, man. I, I mean, I'm really hungover today, so I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've gotten into the emotional hangover part yet where you're like, you know, all sentimental. That's probably coming here in like an hour or so. <laughs> but yeah, man, it was awesome. I was very, very thankful for that. Um, 
I mean, we went second to last. To think about, the, I mean, yeah. that's late in the show. You know what I mean? When did you know? Like how? When did you know when you were going? That it changes. That thing moved. I figured that. I figured it changes. Like, oh, okay, hey, we're gonna throw these this this match here. This like, I, so it changes right up to the moment. Nah, they have to lock it in at some point. But I heard three to four. I mean, if you know, if I would imagine you have to have a, a large chunk of time carved out. If you know Stone Cold's coming back out, he's gonna drink seven hundred more beers and stun a couple more people. By the way, nobody knew that was happening. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, that's that's. I think. Like nobody had a clue that was. I think whenever I walk backstage, uh, where does he hide though? Like, does, he's there. Do though. These guys yep. hide somewhere. No, because it's WrestleMania, so you see every everybody's there. Like, every, okay, what about like Chris Pontius? Was he back in? Was he in the back? So I didn't see Chris Pontius in the back, but afterwards I did see him. If but that's why I was surprised when I saw just him pop out. I'm like, oh fuck, Chris mm -hmm. Pontius is here. <laughs> I was like so pumped about this. So, but when you're walking in the halls of WrestleMania, it's like literally the entire Attitude Era is there. You know, and it's if you're working and you have to because stadiums are long walks, getting from point A to point B is a lot of like, oh, my God, I'm a big fan. How are you doing? Mm -hmm. Like literally going out of your way to talk to people. Booker T is one dude who has been so cool to me for so long at all times. And every time I see him, he looks so fucking fresh. Does Booker T not look like the freshest always, dude of all man. time? And he's always so fucking nice. So nice, so nice, so nice. Everyone's nice there. But it is. There's a lot of this going on. Oh, very nice to meet you. I saw Booker T on the pre-show a little. I turned it on to see earlier, and uh, Leonard Floyd came on from the Rams, and, and they were going back and forth. Booker T was, yeah, he seems like a fun guy. I've heard some stories about Booker T, like, uh, you know, if somebody – you know, is doing some things that maybe everybody is kind of over. Mm -hmm. Like, I guess Booker T was one of the guys that would go up and say, hey, you're going to change this or or whatever. And then if he had to fight somebody, like, it was like, yeah, Booker T would be the guy that will send it. <laughs> That's unreal. Yeah, and like, Booker T would freak athlete. Not afraid. Freak athlete. Dog. If somebody's out of line or what? What do you mean? Just like if, you know, there's a lot of, like, uh, codes back. Like, in the wrestling business, there's a lot of things, right? Unwritten rules. There's a lot of things, especially back in the day. It used to be more so. And from what I've heard from, you know, rippled down stories that have kind of got to me or whatever, they're like, uh, oh, yeah, if somebody needs Booker T was the guy that would go in there and be like, you going to change. Yeah, straighten <laughs> him out. <laughs> you, you're not going to act like it. Was, he's the fucking guy. He's always so nice. His, his wife obviously went into the Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. Taker? Undertaker? Oh, him coming out. Dude, he was so nice to me as well. Like, he was so, so, so nice to me. His speech with the fucking... The th mm -hmm. I told him, I said, as soon as I saw this shit, I was like, okay, here we go. We're in for one. And I was like, that was great. He goes, yeah, I got lost out there, basically. He said, in the moment or whatever, I think. And I was like, your speech is going to be talked about forever, dude. Like, you should know that. It just... It was a fantasy this week. Steiners? Man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw Scott Steiner and... Uh, he stopped his golf cart or whatever, and I was like, sir, very nice to meet you or whatever. And we had the Hall of Fame kickoff show. I almost said uh, noted mathematist Scott Steiner goes into that because he had he has a promo that's on the internet where it's, it's a triple threat match, so technically yeah, there's a 33.3% chance, but I'm a genetic freak. Uh, you know, so uh, you add 10% to that, so I'm like 43%, and he does this whole promo. And it's like one of the most famous promos of all time because everybody else that's standing there next to him has no idea what's going on <laughs> and then he kind of just walks out it's like a magical moment first time meeting him he's still yoked up yoked up. that arena barking for him oh, oh that was awesome oh, come that on had me going oh rick and scott Steiner. <laughs> you didn't see them probably huh you were too young for the steiner brothers yeah they were fucking hilarious and oh, awesome yeah. 
he's fucking. See, I I remember him as Big Pop Pump because it was a little later in his career. That's like I'm that age where I remember him as that. Yeah, and then the, he used to wear that chain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the chain mail. Yeah. yeah. What was it, Big Voodoo Daddy? No, what do he call himself? Uh, bo- um, ah, whatever. Booty. What? What? He was a big booty guy. <laughs> Oh, he's a mathematician. That's what like WrestleMania is, though. All the like, legends of the past. There was like, We were walking through, and I saw like, JBL, Booker, Kurt Angle. <laughs> it was like literally as I was walking by. Then there was like uh, Trish Stratus, Lita, like the entire crew. I was like, hi, very nice to meet you. Very nice to meet you. How's it going? And then there's like wrestlers who are on the roster that maybe haven't like either made their debut or waiting for their debut. It's like, oh my God, good to see you again. How you doing? Like that is literally what you do the entire time, the time. while you're walking like 200 yards because everybody's so fucking cool. And I'm like, I got to go commentate a match here. But <laughs> I mean, what am I supposed Am I not going to say hello to this person right now? Like I feel like I have to. And if I don't say hello, I think I'm a bad guy. But this particular WrestleMania, everybody knew who I was, which was fucking really cool. You mm-hmm. know, like, and I asked like almost everybody for some advice before my match too because i think that's just a smart thing to do but like edge triple h taker i mean maria menounos (laughs) it was good to see her her and i did uh watch along i think uh oh yeah 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 yeah, i think we did that but everybody asked everybody for like advice and everybody was very open with all their advice which i'm very thankful coach uh drew gulak Oh, oh yeah! Wow, you know who got me prepared for Adam Cole, which nobody was supposed to know because he was kind of an Adam Cole guy, but mm-hmm. he flew up here and he taught me a bit. Rip Rogers made it on WrestleMania. Oh yeah, yeah. shout out Rip! I was I was like really. What excited. kind of advice did you get? Breathing, you know, like the whole breathing thing. There was a couple things that was going to happen in the match that I wasn't. I was I like not necessarily comfortable with doing. Like I don't know if I had enough confidence to like. I don't think I can pull that off. Is what I. Kofi Kingston was very nice for this time. Xavier Woods, Riddle, the Usos. Like I'm going through my head right now of all the people that I was like asking. Like, hey, is there anything I should think about in this particular point? And everybody was just so open with their. And I was very. A lot of it helped immensely. You know what I mean? Like that was a very cool thing. It's got. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah, just talking to those guys right before has to be awesome. But Matt Riddle, credit to that dude too. I remember Matt Riddle was an MMA guy. But man, what an awesome! What a, he's in the right spot. I feel like he he's he and Randy Orton together. They're fun. Yes, so sweet. Listen, that arcade was both of them. Both of them. Yeah, so awesome. Riddle though, hey, he's great. I, I fucking love Riddle. He's awesome. I knew him from NXT. We we're around the same time, and we chatted, but we didn't like you know like we we're always like super positive with each other. I think you know kindred spirits potentially in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. And uh, the last yesterday, I got a chance to really hang out with him. Yeah. He is fucking electrifying. His facial expressions were so funny for that whole entire. If he wants to get into this business too, <laughs> oh, yeah. he, he could just like that. Uh, his hair, yeah, 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 he, cool. yeah. Riddle's the best, dude. All right, let's go to the phones. Austin Theory, terrible guy, terrible. the yeah. worst stack of shit, terrible guy, very incredibly attractive, very much so, absolute bum, very athletic. Very Where's athletic. he from? Oh, A Town, Atlanta. Eitan wow. Don, he does the, uh, oh, the whole thing. Wow. What's that? I mean, Mitt was going to make a TikTok about it last week. No, you don't want to be on the wrong side of a Mitt TikTok. Yeah, Not at all. Apparently, oh, my God. Apparently, him saying that he's from Atlanta, I guess he's from a suburb, like way outside of Atlanta. And Mitt wasn't happy about it. Yeah, but it's, it's Atlanta. Listen, yeah, man, I, yeah. I thank you for putting on for the greater Atlanta area. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I... I 
I believe I saw, you know, AJ Styles was there. He's a big Georgia Bulldog fan. Mm-hmm. He's a Georgia guy. I believe I saw that Austin Theory and AJ chatting. So I think okay. there is oh, a, okay. a I got pretty, a question for you. Yeah, buddy. How was that Broken Skull American Lager? Because I went out to try and find some delicious. afterwards, and uh, it was sold out. It was everywhere. delicious. Yeah, it was delicious. It was very good tasting. Yeah. It looked delicious. Vince when liked I was, it, too. Yeah. Well, yeah, Vince had a couple of good sips. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Liked it. And he, uh, he actually pointed at Steve. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed that. Yeah. Excuse me. I've seen this done before. It tasted very, very good. Believe it or not, I didn't get a lot in my mouth when I was out oh, there okay. in the ring. Yeah, sure. sure. But when I was laying next to the table after, you know, mm-hmm. just getting my head brutally bounced. Yeah, I, I was drinking that one. I, I was trying to drink that one as much as I possibly could. Yeah. Uh, look, he went through 40 beers on Saturday night. Oh. Yeah. Who was throwing them? Are there multiple people throwing? All right, so um, Nick, <laughs> I don't know if he's the same guy that's throwing for a long. I think he's the same guy. He, this dude, super good guy. He, he's uh, part of the building all the sets. Like he's mm. the guy in that crew that gets in there, recanvases the ring during a commercial break, yeah. builds everything up during the day, and every. They're in there. They're out of there, picking everything up, moving it to another city, building it. It's the same crew. Like there's like a same similar crew of like ten people, I think. And then they hire locally for mm. everything else, and they're on the road. Good dudes, man. Hey, those well, are. Does- our- those it has to be, I cannot imagine the production value that they have. Like it's unbelievable. But I just wonder if does Stone, do you know Stone Cold's coming out because the dude comes with a train of Yetis because he has to have nine hundred <laughs> beers on tap. Funny you say that actually because on Saturday as I was walking out because we were done <laughs> commentating and the KO show was about to happen, a massive cooler came by. It's, the, it's like this. Big. It, the it's big, huge. It was huge, huge, huge cooler. They were kind of wheeling it in. I was like, how many beers are in there? There were like three cases. I was like, is that going to be enough? They were like, uh, we hope. We hope. <laughs> and then one guy was like, you want one? I was like, no, no, I don't want you guys to be one beer short or whatever. I'll go back there. I was like, thank you. We walked by. He might have went through that, though. Yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 I for sure. So many beers. Let's go to the phones. Five Energy Phone Lines. Let's go to Bryson, Louisiana. What's going on down the bayou, Donner? Not much, Pat. Wait, how are we doing? How is it being a WrestleMania fucking W, how, how how did that feel? Thank you, Bryce. It felt good. I don't know um, how else to describe it. Thank you for the call, Bryce. Thank you for the nice words. It seemed like you were delivering them in a very positive fashion. Feels like you were on my side. I appreciate that. Oh, I'm yeah. like, this fucking guy. It's despicable. Yeah. This guy. Always, uh, yeah, you. I'm talking about you, AJ. Absolute worst. Come on now. I'm actually, I'm actually pumping you up more because... As they say in the biz, I'm putting over your opponents. I'm saying oh, bring your opponents yeah. over As they you. say, oh, that was yeah. a good guy. As they say, I mean, have a little. Come on, you don't understand the game. Obviously, I'll teach you. Oh, okay. Well, thank you. And you did what? Shoot. Didn't he say? For shoot. Hey, for shoot, you did, you have been saying for a long time. Yeah. Vince gonna pop you in the head. Vince gonna <laughs> pop you in the head. You kept saying that. He threw me what halfway across the ring into the turnbuckle. Yeah. yeah. Think of that power of that guy. I mean, it was. It was like he shot put in me, like, mm-hmm. you know, that uh, big cowboy that mm-hmm. represents America in that, uh, yeah. with that red hair. <laughs> yeah. Of course, he's competing against himself. Yeah, he's only competing. Mm-hmm. Vince had this, you know, he's on that pit shark lifting a thousand. Yeah. When he threw me in that turnbuckle, the explosion coming out of those hips, I mean, he fucking, you know, he did exactly what you're going to say. Like, hey, watch it for the old man. He's going to go, he's going to get you. Yeah. Like I said, also, old buddy Austin Theory, when he took the old stunner, that one really affected him. I was impressed. Yeah, what a sell. <laughs> I'm telling you, you don't know what it's like until yeah. your face is just eating the shoulder. It, a lot it. of power, you, a lot of force. You as well, were, you were great. No, no, no. I was watching Austin 
uh, on the sideline or on on the commentary table. And when he got stunned, I seen his body over the top rope from oh, yeah. looking outside. Yeah. I'm like, holy hell, that dude fucking flew right there. I that was worried you were dead. Yeah. Well, I really was. I was like, oh, his brain just shut off. So I was unconscious, obviously. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad he didn't knock all your teeth out, too. Well, well, not The teeth, also an issue, but like... You know, I could have choked on a beer that was in my mouth. Yeah, True. <laughs> so, like, I'm very, very thankful that my body just naturally was like, get out, we're out, don't, don't. You should wear a mouthpiece oh, next time. Down the wrong pipe. Well, not down the wrong pipe. What if I fucking drowned? And yeah. Listen, probably. I mean, we're going to learn as we go here. You know what I mean? Maybe your mouthpiece, maybe put some pads on. You know what yeah, I mean? Mm-hmm. While that bruises is still there, you should go to a tattoo shop and just get that Bruce tattooed on. Hey, like like people mania. get signatures. Yeah, yeah. It's my mania, Bruce. Bro, when I went to hit him with that shoulder, I did not think about. Oh, there's a rope there that is tied. Tight. I got slingshotted off of that thing. Did not expect that. I mean, th- those ropes, unless you've been in one of these rings, like you just assume, like, oh yeah, you just fucking bounce right off these things. Like they are hard as shit. Hard. So much tension. I was talking to. Um, I forget which OG it was, some OG, and they were like, uh, you know, I'm seeing Edge like in the best shape of his life. I'm seeing people get back in a good shape, and you know, everybody misses it, and loves what they're doing. And he said, I went to a, I went to a ring and I ran the ropes or whatever. It felt good in the time. I woke up, I had three bruises on my back. <laughs> my ribs were like just eat, running the ropes just hurts like a month. Let alone, the- yeah, ropes almost killed Bobby Lashley yesterday. Jesus, dive. No, it was he got thrown in the corner and then his head snapped back and almost hit off of. It did. It did, yeah. Not the turnbuckle behind the turnbuckle, like like the, the ring. I post. didn't see it. Where, I was where, in transition where Johnny Knoxville's fireworks came out of his oh, yeah. head, like hit off. It was really yeah, bad news. Yeah, Bobby Lashley. Bobby. He won though. I seen him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ridiculous. He fought that big dude, that giant. Omos. 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 That dude bounced off the ropes one time, and I thought the whole ring was coming down. <laughs> He's so big, dude. Most people that are that tall are super skinny. He's dense. Oh, yeah. Like, I met him dead. down there. Was he down there yes. uh, when you were going? Like yeah, big, I met he's him. Built he's built like a big show. Gigantic. He, he's gigantic. I think he, like, he, he's a basketball player, very athletic, yeah. Yeah. very, but he's going to be, you know, like if you're seven foot, whatever he is. 400. Is, they, he's built at 400 pounds. Yeah, he has. I mean, that. But he's he's like thick. Yeah. yeah. He's he's not like awkwardly built. He's like proportionately built yeah. for how big he is. For it's, sure, the biggest guy I've ever seen in my life. Ever. One thousand percent. Real life, yeah. biggest human. Just the whole. His hands. He's so nice. Gumpy was yeah. saying he'll be universal champ in probably a year, maybe yeah. two. Yeah, Easy. he's, he's Easy. a rocket ship. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. You, you, you're not just that big, mm-hmm. that athletic, and just in that business. I, I don't think. I'm, I mean, I'm I'm a fan. I don't know shit, but it feels like that's probably a rocket ship that is on the way up. If we had to guess, yeah. I saw him doing his hair and his beard in the bathroom before he went out there. I was like, "You look good, man." He's like, "You know, you know." <laughs> he's a cool guy, man. Like really cool. Terrible. And he's an asshole. Obviously, has yeah, to be. Right. Has to be. Has to be an asshole. Get to the top. I mean, that's what you got to do. That's why AJ here is uh, on yeah. top of the world. That's right. <laughs> Absolute prick. Let's go to the phones. Let's go to Mike in Denver. What's going on, Mike? How you doing? Keep moving. How's a good start? Boys, boys, boys. That was uh, that was an electric performance <laughs> last night by you, Pat. Uh, 
Thank you. Star of the program for sure. No, uh, I'm just wondering. This additive. isn't this isn't my question, but uh, do you get some kind of performance bonus <laughs> for that beer fountain? Like, yeah, Dana does that. Yeah, performance of the night, best stunner <laughs> of the night, Austin Theory. Gets <laughs> yeah. Um, so the business of that match had to be handled. You know, like when Vince offered me the match. If you listen back to that interview, at one point I say, uh, we're going to figure out the business of that, but yes, mm -hmm. I will definitely do that. And that was a cool combo. That was a very cool... The business was a fun part. I enjoy business, though. Like, I enjoy the whole... It's like, like, combat, like combat pay for troops. It's kind of like what you're getting there. When, hey, you're getting, you get a commentary thing? I'm not, I'm not equating this to being what a soldier, but I'm saying problem? they get combat pay if they go out and they, they fight. You do a tour, you get a boost, obviously. Mm -hmm. Incentive-based. If we go to war, you get more money. Yeah. There you go. Performance. I mean, there's a lot of different things you could have. Yeah, plenty. There's a business very similar that does it. <coughs> the NFL, maybe? Is that what you're talking about? Uh, the UFC. Well, the UFC, <laughs> the NFL. I mean, there's a yeah. lot. But well, I, hey, good. I'm glad I bring a different perspective to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we support the troops around here, too. Did God not want right. anybody to think it's anything like that. All right. Uh, let's go to the phones again on 5 Energy phone line. No, I want to talk about something. DK Metcalf's on the move, huh? Feels like mm -hmm. yeah. The Jets uh, with the 10th pick is what everyone seems to be looking to. And Zach Wilson, we think he is a guy or we don't think he's a guy, AJ? What, what do you think? you think he's going to be a guy? If I had to pick right now, I'd say he's going to be a guy. Me yes. too. It feels like they're acting like he's a guy uh, too. Yeah. Like that's the – I feel like the coaching staff, the front office, it feels like New York is acting like, hey, this is going to be a guy. We don't know. I mean, Jets stink. Yeah. So there's really – you know, it's a tough conversation to dive into because if your team isn't good, are you ever going to be considered a good quarterback? Probably not. Like that's just kind of how it goes. So you got to hope that the entire program turns around. But it feels like they're treating Zach Wilson like he's a guy, AJ. Like, honestly. And if he gets yeah. a number one like DK or something like that, that uh, that's only going to benefit that. But they're making that move because they like Zach, if mm -hmm. that's the case. You know, AJ? They're not going to no waste question. that. Yeah. We're saying, hey, this is our guy. We drafted him. We we have ultimate trust in him. We want to give him every opportunity to have success. So, yeah, why not bring in as much talent as you can? Because we know, like, hey, it's tough to win the league. So Zach Wilson coming in as a young kid, they need to somehow build his confidence, I think, and have like a good start to the season, the first half of the season, and then kind of ride that momentum to where people – just get people to take you serious, I think. Who That's was, what it's going to take. Who was mentioning last year that Bob Sala was hired because of his energy and because of like how upbeat he is? Yep. And then as soon as that – as soon as he's the head coach of the Jets, just like, uh, mm -hmm. yeah. Man, this sucks. Yeah. Guy lost 30 pounds during God. the season. Golly, this stinks. Yeah, he's not eating again. Yeah, he can't. Yeah. His, yeah. his entire aura was what, like, why everybody loved him, why mm -hmm. he's getting all these interviews. And then you go to a place that has just, you know, been battled with suck for so long, and it just drains him. I, I'm assuming he's like, hey, we're going to do a lot to get – my life is miserable now. Mm -hmm. I hate football all of a sudden. I love football. Just a year ago, we need to fucking get this thing going. I hope they do. And if they get DK and, like, two guys' points, they're giving – they're at least giving Zach Wilson a chance because they have DK. Uh, they drafted Elijah Moore, who was a really good rookie last year, and then they signed Corey Davis to big money last year as well. So they they have weapons, and they're giving him a chance. Like, when you take him at number two overall, the least you can do is actually give him a chance. Yeah, and he was linked with the Jets too because him and Elijah Moore were teammates at Ole Miss. And then if Zach Wilson is a guy, the AFC East all of a sudden is ridiculous well, because all four of them are young. Well, also, I mean – 
The Dolphins are once again just loading up. Yeah. yeah. Patriots. Mm-hmm. Why did that happen? AJ, I have no clue. How does that happen? Why is that? They don't care. They didn't care at all about Devontae, it seems. They, they don't think yeah. he's a guy. What, what is it? That's what I would imagine. Like, and Devontae wanting to go there, are they just trying to do right by Devontae? Is that what we're taking? Or would you say, okay, they don't really, they don't care. They'll trade you away. They're not worried. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. Because you're going to play him twice. Normally, within the division, you don't see a lot of it. Brandon Bean talked to us about how he has done business with Bill Belichick in the past. Obviously, he's the general manager of the Bills. That's the same division. Those are the two titans of the AFC East. And he said, I've done business with Bill. It's always good or whatever. And I, I there's always... You know, bottom half of rosters and stuff like that where in the division will happen. And teams will sign a guy who's on another team like the week they're playing them, hoping to get information out of that person. Like there's all those games being played. But them just trading Devontae Parker within the division, knowing that the Patriots need weapons too. Like they got two great tight ends, right? You still Mm -hmm. got two tight ends. Now they got a one, the running back, and Mac Jones coming into another year. That just doesn't feel like a an intelligent move. Gumpy, what why why'd that happen? It feels like why that do you guys just want to get rid of Devontae? Is that what was going on? He's only ever been healthy for one full year. That's the only issue with uh, him. He gotcha. is unbelievable when he's healthy. The one year when Fitzpatrick was playing, he had like eighteen hundred yards and nine touchdowns. But other than that, he just hasn't been able to stay on the field. And also that season that Gumpy's talking about, there's a bunch of clips going around when uh Stephon Gilmore won the Defensive Player of the Year. Devontae Parker had like eight catches, 190 yards. He'll go up and get a ball. Yeah, Yeah. I'm seeing him like posterize people, right? Like that's his thing. He'll go up over top of people. Fitzy would just fucking toss it up to him. Yeah, he has the most contested catches since like 2019. And also now with adding Devontae, it makes a lot more sense with Bill not having a fullback on the roster because they're just going to spread it out and let him absolutely spin the picks. We don't have coordinators. I don't like titles. That's what Bill Belichick said. I don't like titles because then I got to pay people accordingly. Everybody's a fucking GA. Yeah. All right, everybody's an assistant around here. He gives them green balls. You know, he doesn't. He doesn't have to give them a title. Just hey, give him a- he's going to have to make sure those green balls are being checked by the books, especially yeah. after what's yeah. going going on with the Commanders. That's wild. They were lying to the rest of the NFL about their revenue. How does that even make sense? Because you think the NFL, the other owners, would know how much money they're making by their ticket sales. Is that the two different books they were keeping to, for the other NFL owners they were trying to fuck over? Or are they talking like full IRS stuff? Like, I don't think I fully understand what's going would, on. Yeah, I don't understand it at all. But I would imagine if you're keeping two different books or you're trying to hide revenue from the rest of the league so you don't have to share it, then you're also hiding it from the IRS, correct? I don't know. Like, maybe that's the two different books. Hiding it from the league? Like, how does that work? Maybe they have the real book for the government. Like, hey, we have to pay our taxes. We're in this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we we have to do it here. But for the NFL, we didn't fucking make 45% True. of the money we made for the rest of the NFL. What? Why? Oh, they're going to get a piece of our marketing, our deal. What, you think the Detroit Lions deserve yeah. a little bit of our money out there? Yeah, yeah, is right. that what they're thinking? That'll get your ass run out of a business real quick if you're not paying the people. Well, like you said, too, like the NFL didn't notice that 40% of the ticket revenue that they're expecting from the commanders wasn't coming in. Like, I don't understand that part. You'd think... Like, there's no way this would be able to happen for an entire season. Like, they'd figure it out and be like, hey, what the fuck's going on here? Yeah, but maybe they're pitching the story like, all these exposés are killing our ticketing. Like, you know, the the other NFL is like, ah, they're struggling over there in Washington. Supposedly, the NFL and the NFLPA audit this every year. So it would be very difficult to hide. No, but if you're running two books. But yeah, if you're clever enough at it, I'm sure there's a way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
If you're ballsy enough to try to rip off the other yeah. owners, yeah. Yeah, your business partners. <laughs> they take this extra cash and maybe fix the poop pipes. Well, yeah. I think that's what leads you to the next thing is like they're ripping off their business partners that they made billions of dollars. They wouldn't rip off their fans, right? No, of course not. No. Turns out. Of course not. They wouldn't do that, right? That's not something that mm. an owner who would be hiding money from his business partners would do. No. So this falls on, but does this fall on Dan Snyder's wife? Because she took over day-to-day operations. She is the one per club meeting attendee this year. Ooh. Or was this happening before she well, did that? It well, seemed like it was, yeah, Dan Snyder's name was exclusively linked to this. There wasn't a whole lot of mention of his wife in it. Well, I think that's kind of become the thing, right? Mm-hmm. That Dan Steiner, bad guy, 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 bad guy. And it's like, oh, Dan's out now. His wife doing it. Yeah, true. So, well, thank you for saving our organization, our program. With that being said, you guys need to get the fuck out of our town. Like, that's crazy to me. Does anybody stand up for Dan Snyder? Like, is there anyone that defends him? I think there's an insider, too. You'll watch the way they paint a tweet versus how everybody else paints a tweet. That's Ooh, how I try okay. to pay attention. I'm like, oh, this person's getting their info directly from this I'll person. I'll pay attention now. Yes, yes, I think you should, okay. yeah. All right, we'll be back in four minutes. We're in some more phone calls, chit-chat about everything going on. When's the national championship? Tonight. tonight. <laughs> 9.20 tonight. Yeah, yeah perfect. Probably, probably not going to see it. <laughs> yeah, the WrestleMania, or the Raw after WrestleMania is mm-hmm. massive. Yeah. If any of the people that I saw last night are performing tonight, <laughs> fucking... Raise the respect level. <laughs> yep. Where is it? Where's Raw? Dallas, I think. Oh, cool. I'm not sure. Is it? Um, so I think yeah, so. Yeah, it is. Because it's SmackDown, Hall of Fame, NXT, WrestleMania Saturday, WrestleMania Sunday, then Raw after WrestleMania. That is so much money to those local economies. Yes. Yeah. And oh, jeez. It's not just WWE. Every other wrestling program in promotion oh they, yeah they have all their events same weekend same city in the convention center or in other uh venues around town yeah when Man. wrestlemania comes to a city it captivates the entire city it is awesome to be a part of test two baby and building do a match over the weekend so office championship wrestling did not have a <laughs> god damn <laughs> something about for next year uh, yes. o- ocw LA. needs to oh la we're not going oh, yeah, yeah there you go so much poop today. yeah Maybe we have a poop from the street match. (laughs) Today's show is presented by Cash App. Cash App is the easiest way to send, spend, and save your money. It's the best finance app in the world. And we appreciate their help with all of our giveaways. Ain't that right? Oh, yeah. yeah. You can buy pieces of any stock or Bitcoin with as little as $1 on there. Okay. If you aren't on Cash App yet, use code McAfee for $15 as soon as you sign up. That's M-C-A-F-E-E. Uh, for a free $15, and then you'll be living your best Cash App life. Terms do apply. I think we'll do a big giveaway tomorrow. Okay. Just as a thank you to everybody. Uh, As I was watching that clip, and I haven't seen, like other than me pouring beer in my mouth in the stunner, I haven't really watched it back. So I haven't heard Michael Cole's commentary. I love that man, I can't wait to listen to that, and I appreciate him. But the fans that were in that stadium, like, thank you. You know, they were, I mean, they. It's almost. It felt like they were like, "Hey, this is. Uh, let's let's do this for this. Like, let's give Pat a moment. Like, I'm very very thankful for the WWE universe yesterday in there. They were so loud, man. Yeah. During the match, like the oh, 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 oh it was stupid. Oh, it was so stupid. Break it out. By the way, shout out to uh, you know the white stripes, and I was gonna say Jack directly, but I think it's him and 
I think there's only two people in there. Yeah. But shirt. shout out to them. <laughs> uh, yeah. Not, shout out to them for letting me use that. Yeah, I know that's not a normal thing. Thank you to everybody. Thank you to AJ Hawk joining us live from his attic in Ohio. AJ, let's run through some other uh, big news that Connor put on this screen or on this piece of paper. Uh, league executives believe DK Metcalf can be had. We already talked about that. Mm -hmm. Look at us being a sports show. Um, Jalen Hurts is trying to recruit AJ Brown to Philly. Yep, mm -hmm. that's happening right now. Uh huh. AJ Brown from Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee, yeah, the Titans. Why? Why would he be gone? Stuff. Yeah, he's been similar to some of the players that have kind of been moved around. He's been tweeting stuff that makes it seem like he is. This is on Instagram here, obviously. Yeah, these are yes. And then there was a story about Jalen Hurts trying to recruit him to Bama. And obviously, he ended up going to Ole Miss, but they stayed friends, and they're, like, close. Really? I thought A.J. Brown was a massive piece of the whole puzzle down there. He is. Huge piece. Very much so. And he wants out. Is this the this is the everybody wants money, that wants a new deal type situation we're in right now? Yeah, because he also is in the last year of his rookie deal, and he doesn't have a fifth-year option, just like D.K. Metcalf and McLaurin and Debo and all them. So they're saying, hey, you guys are, if you're not going to give me an extendo, send me somewhere that will and yeah. let me get off these books. A.J., how do you feel about that? And what do you think Vrabes feels about this? I don't know. I mean, if you're not willing to sign him to an extension, then do you? I, I guess you would want to get something out of him, wouldn't you? If you're going to trade him away, I think that's kind of the. the but you want to have him for another year, though, too. That's another thing. Like, yeah, that's either. the pitch. I think so, agents of mad players are trying to get. Like, hey, you're not going to get a fourth round or third rounder from this guy. You're not going to get anything in a year. You're going to have to pay him. He'll be happy. You'll be happy. That's the pitch they're saying, right? I mean, I guess. But the yeah. team's like, yeah, our team's better with fucking AJ Brown right. on the football field, though. So I don't understand completely. With the Tyreek Hill and Devonta Adams deal, I think that's or those both of those deals. Like these guys are going to warrant thirty million dollars a year now because of that. Like with the salary cap going up even more next year. Like they're gonna be asking for a lot of money. Hey, that's awesome that yeah. there is no you are whatever they will pay you. Mm -hmm. If somebody will pay you two hundred and thirty million dollars guaranteed, you're you should be proud of that and keep it moving. And if you're somebody in that position who maybe you know your team's not gonna do that, but you look around and you're like, Oh, that they're desperate. Those people would do it. Yeah. I guess it's hard not to start looking like that. AJ at every single position, other than punter, obviously. No punters. I'm going to go over here. They're going to pay me. Well, know, probably not. And a lot of these guys, too, like, I mean, not that it's all about the money, but it, they're going from situations where it's like, oh, you'd think he would want to sit. I mean, both. Tennessee, we're number one seed in the AFC. Exactly. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. Devontae and Tyree Kill, like, both of those guys are going to arguably worse teams. Like, you, but it's just, that's just not the case anymore. Gumpy's head just popped up. What was that all about, pal? What do you mean worse? Well, I mean, you know, Chiefs pretty solid. Yeah. Fins haven't gone to the playoffs in a long time. You know, times yeah. are changing, my friend. No, you guys, <laughs> you guys just sent a guy up to New England again. Right. Uh, they better win a lot of games awesome. in Miami this year. Devontae better have a terrible year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got well, we're used to stinking. Well, I mean, it's not that big of a deal. But you have a lot of hope now. This Jump, is the Browns. Kind of hope. It's like the Browns, AJ. Yeah, Super Bowl. Remember a couple years ago, they're winning the Super Bowl. Last offseason. Yeah. They're going to the Super Bowl this this past season. They're going to the Super Bowl, and then they did not make the playoffs. <laughs> on, Paul. The pressure is on, Paul, down in Miami. <laughs> nah, we're good. Nah, we'll be on. fine. Oh, so yeah, Big, big mics at the helm. Pressure is on. He's on. Welcome to Miami, where they send them. How's he doing? He's resigned, dude. Well, he, he quit. He's getting buried. The Academy? Yeah. So he voted for himself to win that? I don't understand. Probably sounds like something he would do. Does, is it like the, the guild or that, something? That was interesting when I saw that as well. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're like, he re has retired from the academy. And now all anybody says is like, I'd like to thank the academy. Mm -hmm. So Will Smith is a part of the academy. 
and he won the biggest. Gave himself the best. This one. Yeah, the best possible trophy. And, and then, also, by the way, one of the people vo- or voting on all this also walks up on the stage is Macho. Smacks guy in the mouth. Yeah. yeah. Now, a couple projects are getting pulled from him, from Netflix and Apple really? TV. Yep. Oh, from the other academies? No, no, like stuff they were going to do on Will Smith. I think Biopics was, on his life. Yeah, there mm-hmm. it is. And they said time no. heals. They, time heals all. They though. pulled them. Sure. Yeah, this is this will be like that um, that period when uh, Chike was that his name who did the Kanye thing? Cootie and Cootie mm-hmm. and Chike. This will be the uh, the period in the documentary just got better. Yeah, yeah. Like, exactly. We'll delay this thing four or five years or whatever. Yeah. Be- because I guess they're not giving their story until they do a red table talk. Or oh, that's right. Oh, she made that stipulation. Really? Well, I think. Yeah. I do believe she did. She yeah. Did, yes. is, is what I was told. Yeah. But also, <laughs> business wise, they own it all. You know, if they're going to talk about situation, yeah. they get to own it all. But also, like, that's a bad scene over there, dude. Tough. That is a bad scene. All parties, not. He'll make it back. I mean, he'll eventually make it back. If he would have walked up there and. Slap Beyonce or Lizzo, he wouldn't make it back from that. But Chris Rock, I think they'll let him back in. Lizzo's got <laughs> a very interesting. Lizzo's team. got a new show out on uh, Amazon. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I saw a preview of her doing a show. And yes. That's why. That's why you just brought her yeah. up. Okay. Right. I was saying any other people that would be at the 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 uh, Academy Awards, possibly. I was thinking Grammys. But yeah, I mean, yeah. Would still be there. Last I mean, Lizzo came out of nowhere. There kind kind of came out of left field. She was showing her cheeks at that Lakers game. Right? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, big time. Like mm-hmm. Pontius, like Pontius. Yeah, ass his chaps. That was the last time I seen her. Right. That well, was last yeah, because some her. guy was like, "Hey, my fucking five year old's right here. Okay, put your goddamn butt cheeks away." And she kind of toned down thereafter. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was the fall of the Lakers. She has a show coming out as well. Yeah, what's it called? Sweet or something? Cheeks. Cheeks? <laughs> Is it really? Same time, Zito and Diggs. <laughs> that's, that's good to YouTube brains. <laughs> hey, good for you guys. Good voice. Let's go to the phones. Tyler in Buffalo, New York. Tyler, thank you for paying for the new stadium for the Bills. We appreciate you doing that. Yeah. It's going to be glorious. How you doing, pal? Hey, what's good, fellas? What's good, fellas? How you doing? Hey, keep, keep it moving. Oh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of trying to take that Diggs approach. You know, going to drive by it every day. Be proud of that I own it. There you go. He did it for Heinz. Heinz, you say, oh, a piece of me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what Tyler was saying. He was actually giving you yeah, a we're doing it for. we're doing it for Highmark, I think, now. I don't know. New Era. Who knows anymore? Um, we got Highmark Stadium. I don't even know what Highmark is. Well, listen, there's the Sears and Willis Tower. I mean, sure. this is just whoa, the world that we're in. Highmark's health insurance, Blue Cross Blue yeah, Shield. Insurance. Oh. Uh, Zito just dropped into my ear there while you were talking there, Tyler, so I apologize. I didn't hear exactly what you were saying. What is the name of the show that Lizzo has? Uh, I believe, by what I searched, watch out for the big girls. Okay. I don't know Double how many R's. R's. Uh, there is two uh, okay. R's. No, no you. Okay. Watch out for the big girls. No, Can't I wait to sure. watch that. Shout out to Lizzo. Shout out. Shout out to AJ with girls. the Lizzo shout out. I mean, that came out of way left field. <laughs> really? Yeah. We talk about her and Bill Gates all the time on here. No, uh, we don't. Okay. Way to go. Wait a second. Way to, hey, way to go. Check it off the list. This guy's having his WrestleMania okay. moment. Yeah, he is. He is. Take it in. Take the Super Bowl, dude. You should be proud. Is anybody else you want to drop in there? No, that's it right now. Hey, man, Epstein was with her, bro. What other... Female, should I have said that Will Smith wouldn't have come back from if he would have assaulted any, them? Any I mean, actor. literally any, any actor. Yeah. yeah, Natalie Portman, Meryl Streep. There, there you go. Thank you, Meryl, Meryl Streep, <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell. Any of them? Speak it their own. Here we go. He you might. Was, he might have gotten away with Rosie. Yeah. To be honest. Probably would have got a standing O. Yeah. No, 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 no. We, we ain't <laughs> no. talking about that. But I do enjoy. I do enjoy the fact that your brain. <laughs> 
I would like to know what the picture of Rosie O'Donnell showed up in his brain before he said it. He's a league scanning. of their own. A league of their own. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> when you were walking down the ramp last night, I for some reason when you mentioned WrestleMania mo- WrestleMania moment, I said, "Q Matt," like I giggled to myself when I was watching. I was like, "Q, imagine like D Butt and Nick and AJ walking down this ramp with Pat." And oh, <laughs> it happened at NXT. I wish it would happen. D Butt, by the way, thanks for all the love on the internet, man. He's a good guy. Good guy. What a wild night. All right, sorry about it, Tyler. Go ahead. Anybody else you would like to get in here on this uh, April fourth? Now maybe Tyler has a few suggestions. Tyler, who? I don't know. Is Tyler on the phone? Good call back. Yeah, I'm still here. Go ahead, Tyler. <laughs> Tyler, we don't need any other, you know, toxic humans to be dropped in toxic. here. But uh, what do you think about the Bills? You I like the you new did. stadium? You like the idea? What you're in? Ta- they're in town for what? Another thirty years at least, right? Mm-hmm. That's good news. Yeah, I mean, it's good to know we keep them. I mean, it's it's a tough pill to swallow, but at least the NFL got a little bit of money out of them too to help build it. So I mean, team effort. And well, you know the thing that's hopefully the Tyler, Super Bowl for paid for. It's good chat. Thanks for not getting too toxic there. They're not getting a Super Bowl. No. No way. Can't. No. I think they might. No. No, no, no. It's no. In February, there's no way. It's but not a dome? No. No. Open air. I mean, they took the chance in New York, though. They just got lucky that they didn't have terrible cold weather when they were there. Indianapolis also, I mean, granted, you could shut well, the roof at any moment, Super but Bowl, like yeah. the, the, the weather was incredible. What'd you say? Remember when I, they had the I New forgot, York Super Bowl? They I were talking there. about I moving it a week later. I forgot all about it. Oh, yeah, and everybody's in Times Square, but the stadium's 45 It was actually pretty nice out there. Yeah, the weather was beautiful. Didn't Denver and Seattle have they were playing uh, when they Peyton got killed? That, that was New York. York. Yeah, that was New that York. Was New York. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. First snap over his head, right? Yep. Yeah. Safety because of the weather. Let's go. So cold. Plus twenty thousand. <laughs> it was like fifty. <laughs> but what, in New York play? in February, first, play, could have first, been. 20, first score safety. Plus twenty thousand. Yeah, the books. Oh. The books were dead after the first play of the game. Like, there was <laughs> yeah. no way they could come back. Oh yes. Congrats to us. What are we uh, betting on tonight? Who do we like? Um, this show's wrapping up. Yeah, I'm going Kansas. Come on. Okay. Okay. My next starter. Yeah, ice oh, bath. No. Get the get T2 it. Or? Put it on. T. What is it, Ty? What did he hurt? T one, T two. Word about it last night again. <laughs> oh, it's starting, all starting to hurt right now. Okay, yeah. we're in that nice little. No. We're in a nice little area there, the brain, the mind, you know, everything's great, everything's cool, hungover, you know, and then now it's all just kind of wearing off, I think. Yeah. Oh, no. Where's that tour at all, dude? <laughs> you think they just hand those out somewhere? Can I go to, like, CVS and go, I need a shot tour at all right Probably. now? Probably. called Jim Mercer. Does WWE have, like, a training room, like an NFL training room? Oh, yeah. They have a medical staff. It's awesome. Like you walk in and get a tour though. There's a dude named uh, I don't I don't know if that's how it works. I have not. I, I actually told them I'm gonna try to stay out of here as much as possible. You know, because I, I just mm-hmm. great people over there though. Larry, my guy Larry, he's a West oh, Virginia yeah. grad. He's been around a long time. Had a couple of drinks with him last night. Why? Why? He's a suit like super executive. You know, he got but he's been there so long. He's moved up. Nice. But he does. He wears a polo. He doesn't wear a suit. But I was introduced to him as uh, well. He's an executive of blah blah blah. And uh, so I said, what's up, suit, or whatever. He goes, oh, like, he, his immediate reaction <laughs> was, like, not happy. So, yeah, but he went to West Virginia. He's incredibly, everybody over there is so cool. Yeah. But that, Larry's been really nice to Dude, me. they're all awesome. He's been very, very nice to me. And we got to drink a little bit last night together. Why? 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 Man. Maker's Mark. <laughs> Maker's Mark's good. Yeah. It tasted Smooth. delicious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I went through uh, for a tour to... Through their distillery is great. 
So I, I tried to learn a little bit about this while I was pretty boozed up. Mm-hmm. So right. I guess Bourbon County, Correct. if it comes from there, it's a bourbon. Mm-hmm. Anything else cannot be said that. And they're only allowed to use the barrels that create it once. Mm-hmm. If you use a barrel to create the whiskey more than once, it's just a whiskey, not a bourbon anymore. Mm. So it seems like it is not you know, resourceful. So all bourbon <laughs> is whiskey, but not all whiskey is bourbon. Bingo. Wow. You got to classify. Is Maker's Mark a bourbon? Yes. Or it's a bourbon. Mm-hmm. So that's why it tastes so good, though, because it's like the the way they do it. It's from that county, mm-hmm. that barrel, the whole process. One time it's use. like a – Pete, they tell you it's close to Louisville, but it's more like an hour drive from Louisville. So if you ever want to go on that little tour, just make sure you know that. Oh, the bourbon trail is a lot further away than they say. Yeah. Okay. But when you get there, it is So when you go there on a party bus without a bathroom, just know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> AJ, you a whiskey guy, bourbon guy? Yeah, I, I never used to be. I was a vodka guy back in the day, oh, yeah. and then now, yeah, I don't know the difference, but yeah, I like whiskey, bourbon, either one. I it's such a cool like. I feel like it's an entire thing. I just put it on uh, on the rocks, just with some ice. Yeah, I was going straight out of the Class bottle. What? Yeah. Oh, you playing swigs? <laughs> Play swigs. I love swigs. Make bubble. You making a bubble? You passing it around like in a circle? Yeah, yeah, buddy. Sweet. <laughs> it caught up to me too. I mean, I ate quick. I did not expect it. You know, I've been ketoing for so long, so there's not a lot of uh, yeah. there's not a lot of basement in there. Yeah. You did know? you eat the day of your match? Um, yeah, I had some. Oh, that's a whole other thing. Wow. I don't even want to get into it. You poop your pants? No, no. The food oh. is a massive conversation piece at this point. Oh. Was it too healthy? You were always mad. You could. It was always healthy. It was. Yeah, too healthy. Yeah, you know, normally what they say about healthy food, it tastes like trash. Yeah. What? What? <laughs> what? It was like I was back in the day whenever I would just put like hot sauce on every. I used to put everything on a bun, and then I would just load it with kachat sauce, and everything tasted like <laughs> bread, ketchup, and hot sauce. So no matter what the food was in there, it does not matter. It's going to taste good. Similar type operation there at the uh, in the catering situation. Yeah, that thing was loaded up with hot sauce on top of there. All right, so this is just a this could have been a piece of paper basically. And I was just eating it with how much hot sauce was on it. Yeah, that's a whole conversation that I am that's way over my head. I'm not getting into that whole thing. That's a whole story, AJ. Really? People like you are upset that they have turned it too healthy now. I am not upset. I am not. Hey, listen, you got to do whatever you got to do. But people are wondering like. Kind of tastes like poop. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Can't have it. People are there all day. All day, yeah. yeah. Oh, all day. Two, three meals hey, people are eating over there. Yeah. Even for mania? Well. I figured it'd I be, you know. I didn't go over there as much. I didn't go over there as okay. much. So I'm not going to judge right. on that entire thing. Very busy this week. Very, very busy, man. I didn't stop, dude. No. I didn't stop. As soon as I got there, did not stop. Just straight through. Yeah, I mean, the your dude perfect thing feels like it was a month yeah, ago exactly. yeah oh, gee, that felt like a month too. the uh you drained him first shot though exactly yeah, yeah. yeah it was quick pretty sweet because immediately after that you know i got i, I got a training session in too yeah. you know Ooh. at the stadium so that went late into the night as well so after watching tyler from dude perfect do something awesome and celebrate with kobe mm-hmm. who i got to see again uh they came to mania last night so after celebrating with them i had to go immediately into a training session you know to get ready and that thing was a good hour, hour and a half, two hours. So that was a, and then that, then we do the show, and then we go right into SmackDown, yep. and then bang right into Saturday, Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame mm-hmm. Yes. Then Saturday, I try to sleep in a little bit. Obviously, can I'm calling WrestleMania tonight. Get over there, there all day. Then boom, 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 boom. Then the plane's a little bit later than it was supposed to be. <laughs> yep. So I'm gonna pass out at some point, and I'm gonna. Um, 
you know, probably crash off of this incredible high that I've been living and experiencing. And uh, I just want to say thank you to everybody. I just want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I have no idea what the future holds in that business. I have no idea what the future holds, obviously, in anything. But last night is something I will think about forever. And it wouldn't have been possible without all of you, including you, Toxic AJ, including you, Toxic Table, the boys. I'm so grateful, so thankful. I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to go nap. Okay? Kind of mailed it in today. I do apologize. Two-hour show. You were a little busy yesterday. You earned it last night. Well, the liver right now is howling. (laughs) Shaking. It it is. You should should get an IV tonight. Ooh. Somehow. I don't know where or how. I don't know if Indy does that. Oh, yeah. I know some Oh, they do. Really? Go on Yelp. Uh Right down the road. Look it up on Yelp. Swear to God. I have to go to a place? I believe they do mobile. Man, I hate needles, but that would be something. It is very quick. It refreshes you. Yeah. Sounds like... I do it once a week. Something to think about. <laughs> do you something, really something to think about? You had an IV every week? Yeah, but it's learned- full of chocolate milk. <laughs> oh, nice. You, know, you didn't deserve that. Jesus. Hammer down will be in 26 minutes, I assume, 3.30. Chocolate milk is we'll, good. We'll set it for 3.15. We'll probably start at 3.20. 3.20, hammer down at YouTube.com forward slash hammer down. Zito's going to go drink and uh, shoot himself off with some chocolate milk. That's quick, baby. That's right. Uh, you is that the other? Yeah, you, 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 you. is good. <laughs> all right, I appreciate you all. Big giveaway tomorrow, big guest tomorrow, big conversation tomorrow, and uh, hopefully my liver will be okay. Thank you all so, so much. You are the best people on earth. Um, we'll see you on a hammer. YouTube.com forward slash hammer. Don. That's D A H N. Gambling show giving out picks and winners in about 15, 20 minutes. Uh, see you tomorrow. AJ, have a great afternoon, pal. All right, you too, man. All right, see you. Bye, everybody. Thank you.